life and all right and we live <laughs> Black African power. What's good? What's happening? Well organized lie. Defeats a disorganized truth. We time? Woohoo, we. Man, y'all already know what it is, man. It's God killing the house. Look, and we're coming to do what we got to do. We're going to do what we got to do. We're standing tall. We're standing strong. Yeah. And this I'm and Raw squad up. What's good, family, man? Look, we want to always give one second. Mm, damn. We want to always give the family a chance to respond and ask questions because this is, I can't get this light right. Cause this is part of what we do uh, as teachers and it's very important for the learning curve, be able to ask questions. And so, you know, don't be scared. Y'all come on in uh, with your information if you want to, and let's just talk about it in a calm fashion. Uh, we on that mode now where we slow everything down. We want to hear exactly what you got to say. So I think um, it's always going to be a good learning um, opportunity, right? Uh, see who got the heart and just kind of just see what it is. So we can kind of, uh, uh, like I like to say, face the music. So if you got something that you believe in uh, or something that you think you know in, it should be able to stand the vigors, the rigors, right? It should be able to stand the scrutiny. And uh, as a good rule of thumb, uh, you should always try to defeat the argument that you have. Uh, this is exactly um, what scientists do. Uh, so you, you you have information that you think you know, you should do all you can uh, to defeat it. And if it stands up with the scrutiny, then you know you might just have something. But at any moment, be ready to change that idea based off a of new available idea. This is how we do this around here. So we never claim to know everything. Um, things change all the time. And, you know, we just appreciate the support from the family. Make sure y'all hit the like button. You know what I'm saying? And make sure y'all subscribe. Um, make sure you subscribe to all the channels. The Mossy, uh, Mossy Warrior Clan, um, Real Black Atheist scholar uh and real black atheists on fire all right make sure y'all subscribe to that and definitely subscribe to the Amaral squad uh tv joint so you know wait for some call-ins right mix it in a little bit and you know i'm just appreciating everybody uh shout out to everybody in the chat room this is not good out hold on yeah shout out to everybody in the chat room um Yolanda, how you doing, sis? Black African Power. Hope I said your name right. Uh, wake up, wake up, World One Hundred. <laughs> uh, let me see. Just say, yo, yesterday. Let me see what you said. Yesterday, I said African American gene markers match Native American gene markers, not Native Americans. I'm on your side. All right, bro. It's all good, man. Um, Sister Kaba in the house. What's good, Sister Cobble? Always a pleasure, all right, to have intelligent sisters around us. Uh, who else we got in here, man? Um, Del Bo, 
Yeah. Black power all day. Absolutely, man. Black power all day. Uncle Root. What's good, bro? Uh, what's this? Grown ass man. Ha <laughs> ha. What's good, man? Appreciate you coming through. Will Mobley. What's good? Y'all know what it is. Um, George. What's going on with you, George? See, you got that thumb up. All right. So, man, Armin Reyesar. What's good, man? Good to have you in here. Revolutionary Vision. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I see you. Jamie, see you. Sunline 55, I see you. All right. Cedric Brown. Yeah, woo-wee. Y'all know what it is. So um, let me see what else we got in here, man. I don't want to miss nobody today. You know, T. Gibbs, Givens, all right, got you. Finish your fish off, I see you. All right, brother Kofi, what's up, man? You know what it is, all right? Um, so uh, family, you know, we got we to gotta stay on the path these days, all right? We got to beat that drum. All right, because when you got what we got, you know what I'm saying, we got to continually keep it moving nice and slow, right, so that everybody don't miss the daggone train. It takes study around here. You ain't going to get this with no willpower. You had to get this with patience, right, and study, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and reading the proper reading material. So this is what exactly what, let me see what I want to. Dave, let me see what today's read was for me. That's what I was reading on right here. Kind of showed it yesterday. Uh, the Nature magazine. I was reading on this malaria. All right. And um, this is 2000. It's, two, it's just July 26, 2018. You also have an uh, article in here on uh, human evolution. All right. Um, just for a moment here, uh, I think... You know, scientists, like I said, always challenge everything. Um, anyway, how you doing, brother Wuja? I jumped too far. What's good on with you, brother? Hey, peace. Hey. Um, Black African power to, to the panel. Yourself, Unc, brother Nahisi is in the house with us. And uh, Black African power to the, to the family who's watching. And, you know, I'm just waiting to see if any callers come in. You know, uh, we kind of call this, what, the after party uh, from, from yesterday give people an opportunity to call in and, um, you know, give some commentary, ask questions, you know, just, just spend the night and let's just uh, chop it up for a while. Mm-hmm. Easy. What's good, man? I'm Raw Squad Up. I'm Raw Squad Up, Massey Warrior. What's going on, brother? Huh? Black African Power. Appreciate for having me on the panel. You know what I'm doing, the network. So I'll be in and out. <laughs> working, working on the railroad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me find this article right here. So, I, I, you know, so, man, before we get started, you know, it's a good thing. Um, I want to try to pull up this article for you. Um, uh, this uh, Go ahead. What was you going to say, Buja? Just real quick. Um, I We posted the link. So, remember, tonight, you know, it's a call in. You know, we want participation. And hopefully the links are working. So if anybody's having a problem with the link, make sure you let us know inside the chat. Uh, see Sister Kaaba, 
is uh, also reposting it. So, um, you know, tonight's purpose is, you know, to get that interaction. So when you come in, if you click the link, come in, all we ask is that you mute your mic and that, you know, two people can't talk at the same time. So just mute your mic until you're called on or, you know, the floor is open. That's all we ask. All right. And uh, everybody be respectful. But it's open, open floor. All right. The link has been posted. And, uh, you know, don't be afraid to come on in and just uh, kick it with us. All right. I just want to, you know, make that clear. Mm hmm. All right. So, yeah, I want to uh, pay a little attention before we really even get into it. Uh, you know, like like I said before, uh, a good scientist and a good, healthy scientific scientific community always challenge uh, uh, the, 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 the prevailing theories and the information they had. Uh, the key is to try to overthrow the theory. That That is good science. And so right here, uh, uh, they fighting to overthrow in, in China, in Asia. So, you know, like I said, science, science is practiced all around the world. It's not an exclusive white thing. That is total misinformation by those who don't read a daggone thing. So uh, China is doing what they're supposed to do in Asia. Uh, they're challenging the outer Africa theory. That is good science. Um, this particular article is entitled, it's a letter, it's entitled, Hominid Occupation of the Chinese Lowe's Plateau since about 2.1 million years ago. Okay? So, all right. And so the thing it goes on to say, considerable attention. This, this is the... Uh, Abstract, considerable attention has been paid to dating the earliest appearance of hominids outside of Africa. The earliest skeletons, uh, artifactual evidence for, for, the, for the genus Homo in Asia uh, accurately comes from Denisovan, Georgia, and is dated to approximately 1.77 to 1.85 million years ago. Two uh, incursions that may belong to Homo erectus come from Yamanu, yeah, yeah, Yamanu, uh, South China, and are dated to 1.7 million. The next oldest evidence is an Homo erectus cranium from Latan, uh, Gugawaglin, which was recently been dated to 1.6 million. And the earliest hom uh, hominid fossil from um, Sangrian Dome in Java, which are dated to about 1.5 to 1.6. Artifacts from Magugu 3 and Shargi in Nawan Basin, but they use the Chinese words here, North China, have also been dated to 1.6 million, 1.7 million. Uh, here we report the earliest Pleistocene and largely continuous artifact sequence from Shoshin, which is a newly discovered Paleolithic uh, find of the Southern Chinese Los Plateau. <laughs> this word again, near Gogan Waglian, in Latina country. <laughs> Hold up. Um, yeah. <laughs> wait a minute. Somebody somebody said Unc instead of the God killer, they called you the name killer. <laughs> That's fine. You know what? Go ahead and get your money and read the article. I gave it to you. 
the hell. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing the best I can with the Chinese names. Doing nah, the best they, I can. of course, they just play it, man. So that was... Doing the best I can, shit. Struggling, but, you know. But I tell you what, though. I'm going to keep doing it until I get it. You can believe that. All right, let me finish this. What is dated about? Let's say, hold on, man, y'all threw me off. Let's say the site contains 17 artifact layers that extended from uh, the Pelios S15 date to approximately 1.26. The loss, the loss, the loss, L28, which we date to about 2.2 million. Uh, this directly, this directly implies that Hominids left Africa earlier than indicated by evidence from Denisovan. So this article is just talking about how, based off the finds in Asia, they kind of realized that, um, you know, the Hominids left Africa earlier than they thought they was. And so that's good. And so we have to change some of the dates. Nothing is actually etched, etched in stone. Now you say, what in the hell is Unc read the damn forward I mean, uh, um, forward on on this particular article, and how does it have any burn on any of the conversation we be saying? Well, let me show you how they're going to attack y'all. They're going to attack you on the outer Africa theory. This is what uh, the quote unquote uh, people try to do in the community. Now they don't attack you with science, right? They attack you with complete foolery. They could attack you with complete misunderstanding of data. So I might as well just bring it up, you know. I'm going to give y'all some bones to try to attack the outer Africa theory with. You feel me? Go to China. Go to Asia. Study those finds. Right? You'll find the intelligent pseudos, which is an oxymoron, because you can't be intelligent with pseudo. Right? They try to act like the outer Africa theory was overthrown based off of the hominids, right, or the homogeneous family that they found in China. Now, you got to read the arguments. The Chinese is fighting hard. You know what I'm saying? As they supposed to. And I'll give you a couple articles where they, quote unquote, uh, is fighting hard. You know what I'm saying? So oh, let's see we've got a call in here. You asked for that was, Wuja? No, I was waiting for you to finish. I mean, go ahead and finish your thought, though. We'll, we'll get to that. All right. And so, you know, I'm going to go to the, the, the Journal of Nature and I'm going to show y'all. Let me see. Some, quote unquote, challenges to the out of Africa theory. <laughs> And you're going to always find this to be sure, for sure. That at the end of the day, they're going to always say that no matter what you think, right, homo sapiens sapiens, as of 2018, always come from Africa. Homo sapiens sapiens. And they, they try to, they, they'll try to talk about maybe homo erectus formed outside of Africa, then came back in Africa, right? But it's always a homo sapiens sapiens always formed in Africa. And I find that to be very, very interesting. Let me see. All right, while you do that, some people are asking what's the number, so I'm going to uh, see if I can post it uh, again. Yeah, put that number. Can you grab the numbers? 100 numbers in there, ain't it? I never understood what number to use. Now, he seems to be the only person who could do that. Right here. Uh, we do have a caller that's ending in uh six one three six, but I'm gonna mute you again. Uh, but we're gonna open the floor up in a, in a, in a few minutes. All right, so I'm gonna mute you because I'm hearing some background noise. Uh, so I'm gonna mute, right. I have to mute you again. All How right, no problem. Yeah, we're gonna hold that phone up. That's what we wanna do. That's what we wanna do. 
me see here. Can I get this? Damn. Oh, man. Oh, man. Lexus. Okay, while you're finding that, though, I just want to yeah, uh, say that um, I think people should really, really look into the out of Africa theory and remember that there's theory one and two or out of Africa one and out of Africa two. Uh, and you can find this. You can uh, look online to get a brief synopsis of it. But I, I would encourage you to really look into detail, you know, get some books on it to really get into the uh, nitty gritty of it. But remember, there's out of Africa one and out of Africa two. And basically the difference is out of Africa one deals with um, archaic older uh, human migrations or hominid migrations, etc. Whereas out of Africa two uh, incorporates um, the human genome uh, since the human genome has been mapped, uh, I believe in 2003. I, I always get it confused 2013 or 2003, I believe 2003. Uh, don't quote me on that. But um, ever since then, they incorporate the uh, genetic data information into it as well. And it basically confirms a lot of the hypotheses that was uh, put forth prior to that. So that's that's the major difference. Not every, you know, it's more to it than that. But that's one of the differences that you'll see between uh, out of Africa one, and out of Africa two. All right. So just want everybody to be aware of that. I want y'all look up Daylight Man. Hold on. Hmm, let me see about the fires real quick for y'all. I ain't never heard of this. Make sure y'all have everything, all the tools y'all need. Um. Because the pseudo is going to try to use it both. So we always, you know, I, I like to go ahead and identify it right off the bat. That way we not, um, you'll find articles like Skull Fountain China could be right the Out of Africa Theory. You know, but first, like uh, Brother said, y'all should probably know what the Out of Africa Theory is. You want to go over that real quick or you want to just jump right into the caller? Hold on, let me. Well, I was, I was just filling in while you're finding what you're finding. So I was just. No, that's just my suggestion and encourage, you know, uh, you know, if people are going to have discussions about these different topics and issues, then we should be, you know, um, familiar with it. So, I, you know, I just always encourage people to read up on it and not just do the microwave uh, surface shallow uh, Google search, you know, put a little bit more time into it and get used to the to the wording nomenclature of the of the field. Because a lot of people see one of the, one of the tall tale signs of pseudoscience and people who kind of do that kind of stuff is that they'll use scientific words. They'll use scientific jargon, but they'll use it incorrectly. So you'll hear people use these, uh, you know, uh, specialized terms and things, but they'll use them incorrectly and everything. So we can avoid that by uh, just studying the material and just taking some time, relax, and we don't have to rush anything. You know, I noticed that a lot of people will rush through stuff and then have have a lot to say, but they themselves didn't even wrap their own mind around the topic or the issue. And so we, you know, we can eliminate that by just taking our time, slowing things down, slowing the conversation down. Um, you know, like yesterday we talked, to, I, to, I mentioned briefly about the DNA uh, testing and the suggestion. People believe it's a hoax and everything like that. So I offered a suggestion to counter that. And, you know, the pushback I got wasn't even dealing with what I said. They, you know, people make up something else. So it's it's really never ending. But anyway, so Uncle, you find, you find what you're looking for? Mm -hmm. 
right, but real quick though, uh, I saw somebody typed in and said a scientific theory is different than a theory. And uh, that's yep. very true. Um, well, a theory is a theory. It's just that to the lay person in everyday conversation, people take the word theory and they equate it to the word hunch or guess. Like it's just a hunch. It's just it's just a thought. It's just an opinion. You know, they, they downgrade it. In, uh, All right, but real everyday... quick though, uh, I saw somebody type in a scientific theory oh, okay. is different than a theory. Uh, to call it a just that just popped in. I had to mute you because of the feedback. All right. Yeah, you had your, you had your computer running. You had the, the thing running. No, that was a caller. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, thing running. All right. So what I was saying though, um, so yeah, in everyday conversation, people tend to downgrade what a theory is. You know, just a hunch, opinion, whatever. But in the scientific disciplines, a theory is taken much more serious. A theory is, in a nutshell, a theory is an explanation. So, so if you have problems memorizing what a theory is just just replace the word theory with explanation so a theory is an explanation of well substantiated facts so a theory is not a, in and of itself a fact it is an explanation of a fact or a set of facts all right so if it's raining outside that's a fact but if you want to explain how and why it's raining then you come up with an explanation of it and then that's your theory that's the theory of etc so i'm just giving you you know just this little uh quick example and analogy all right so hopefully people will understand that so we don't want to hear people say oh that's just a theory not a fact like like okay duh a theory is never no scientist will tell you a theory is a fact all right mm -hmm. um so there's no need to say it's just a theory when you say just a theory people are Again, they're taking the word theory to to mean um, it's just an opinion. It's just a hunch. They don't know what they're talking about. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. All right. So uh, we have to be uh, in tune with how these words are used. So anyway, that's all. I here's the spelling of it: D A L I. I, I think there's a was was that Dala or or, or Dayla? Yeah, Dolly or Dolly. All right, okay. Daily. Uh, Daily. Cranium was discovered in uh, 1978, better than the, the Los Terrace near uh, Jafang Village. How you say it? How you say that word? How would you pronounce that? <laughs> I, I'm not. I can't see it, so I don't know. You said D A L I. Oh, D A L I. I mean, uh, to me, it would be yeah. Daily or Daily. Daily or Daily. Dala. All right, country. Okay, in the province, all right? So I want y'all to look that up. Initial reports of the Daley site can be found in Wang, 1979. That's W-A-N-G. All right, that's the actual source. And the Wu and Yu in 1979. So these are Chinese scientists. This ain't got nothing to do with white people, all right, since y'all always want to play that, okay? Describing the cranial, additional comparative information can be found in Wu. That must be a journal, 1989. That's my and journal. Wu. <laughs> Wu-Tang. <laughs> and an English language description of the Wu in 1995. Uranium series dating of the ox teeth from the site obtained a date of 209,000 to 23,000 years. 
Okay. Uh, let me see. And so they was the, the debate was was it a Homo sapiens sapien? Was it uh, uh, had archaic features? And so you also looked that up. Okay. Uh, and they assigned it. They assigned it to an archaic Homo sapien. All right. Um, and it says the cranial facial anatomy and vault shape are distinct from European Neanderthals and early European hominids like like that the Antha Pura. Let me spell this A T A P E U R C A. Damn. Well, these Chinese boy, they don't be playing. They be. Mm. Anyway, I'm gonna give it to y'all to read it though. All right, All right, get up on your studies with this. All right, go ahead and take the call though. I guess I can, let me see. Can I put that in the chat room? I can't even put it in the chat room, can I? Uh, you can put it in this in this chat. I'll, I'll, um, I'll copy and paste it over. The only the person running the thing can actually post like that, huh? No, 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 it's just uh, moderators or whatever the case is. Similar to YouTube chat, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, so, um, all right, so if you want to open it up, we can open it up. Yeah, go ahead, open it up. All right, so I think the first person that called in, um, number ended in 6136. So, you know, uh, I'm going to unmute, or you can unmute yourself, or I'll unmute you if you had questions, comment, or, you or, know. Or, or, you know. Anything. All right, anything. so uh, if you need me to, I'll unmute you. And uh, so. Uh, peace. Peace. What's going on, man? It's a pleasure talking with y'all, man. Um, I've been listening to y'all for a little while, and um, I definitely subscribe to Out of Africa. So with that being said, when it comes to the aboriginals, my question is a lot of them try to scapegoat and not have any answers by simply saying, well, Africans were everywhere. So I'm saying the question I always have for them is, well, when did we, be, when did we stop being African in Europe and in, especially particularly in North South America? and become aboriginals. And another question I always want to ask them is, who did the, the natives, the people that we're calling natives right now, did they have words, names, to distinguish themselves from you? And what were your inter interactions like? Like, wh what language did you speak? And in any of their languages, is there a word for who you are? Like, how were your interactions other than what is put down on paper with treaties, like the Treaty of 1866, those are pretty much my biggest questions to them, and we can probably never be asked. My biggest one for you guys would be understanding evolution, or well, trying to understand it a little better is um, when did when 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 um, Africans left the continent? When did they become what we know as the Asians now, as the Europeans now, as the you know when did we stop being African, as in who we are today as an African? That's you know that's kind of like the biggest question. And I appreciate it, man. Ah, man, that was that was excellent, um, excellent questions, and those are kind of questions that need to be uh, in the forefront. So, uh, those are really good. Um, so, Uncle, you want to take a stab, or, or I go, I go first, or whatever, or Nahisi. Nahisi, let me go again. When they stop, <clears throat> the truth of the matter is, they never stop. You just start to get variations. Uh, mutations. So, like, I think, I think, Ujjal, you do a good job when you talk about uh, a population of genes mm. and traits. Mm. Uh, it's found in Africa. Okay, uh, you have the most diversity on the continent of Africa, 
And I like to shout out Sister, uh, Sister Kaba sent me an article and it was basically talking about how the Europeans scientists were trying, the ones that was working in uh, cancer research. You can put that in the chat too if you can find it again, sis. And they was basically just using European populations or what you want to call European populations those in those particular regions. And, you know, they was having a problem. And the problem was they wasn't, they wasn't using African DNA. So at, at, when I say African, uh, uh, I mean on the continent, so name that, in that particular area of the world, right? With, with those groups of uh, uh, climates and, and, and different forces, all right? In that particular area, they wasn't using that. They wasn't using that DNA. That DNA is the most diverse on earth, plain and simple, amongst the human and the hominid population. And so uh, you have all different variations in DNA, right? I participate. You got me. Y'all got to mute that. Yeah, whoever just, uh, I'm going to mute that. All right. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, go ahead. So uh, the point I want to make here is that um, fundamentally, like we say all the time, uh, everybody is African because they all come from, uh, you know, that the, the ancestral population that left out of Africa. And then mutations occurred outside of Africa. Right. So that's when you, you you'll see an article that say non-African. So how can it be a non-African, but yet fundamentally everybody is African? How, how is that so? Because the mutations occurred outside of the area that they're calling Africa. All right. So the answer to your question is uh, everybody, well, all of us are mutations from the original. That's all a variation from the original. Yeah. I, uh, only thing I'll add to that is um i always encourage people to really do a, a a study on uh taxonomy and ontology it's very very important to understand evolution and to really really uh clarify things it people really have to get into taxonomy and ontology and taxonomy is both of those are classification schemes or systems or or methods of classification to to name things and to classify them and to group them into categories so it's a way to categorize things so once we understand that everything on earth is is lives on earth whether it's animals humans whatever the case is and so we're the ones that demarcate different animals different species different living organisms into these groups and we label them and we only do that in order to understand and to discuss them, to discuss about it. We, we try to organize it in a way that um, that that makes sense. So when we say that, um, when, you know, when we ask or try to answer the question, when do human beings stop being African? Uh, first of all, African in a biological sense would have to deal with your haplogroup and mutations, as Unc already explained. So if your most recent common, if your most recent mutation that you are part of took place off of the continent of Africa, then you have a non-African haplogroup or non-African mutation. If it occurred on the continent of Africa, then you have an African, um, I'm going to mute that, then you have an African uh, mutation and therefore you would be classified as genetically African. And so it is the ability to 
ability to anchor you to any to a specific geographical location and on a large scale we deal with continents or we deal with certain regions so they'll say europe africa asia or whatever case is and they may get a little more narrower narrower and deal with regions all right smaller regions so that that's the biological sense of calling something or someone african and then yeah if that caller calls then i'm gonna have to definitely uh, block that so and then you have a social aspect or a social context of what it means to be african and so that's different and we and we have to be careful not to mix the two so in essence all homo sapiens sapiens um uh, can trace their lineage back to the continent of africa so all living human beings today can ultimately trace their lineage back to africa so in that sense in a biological sense all human beings are are um historically african but because they uh you have the out of africa and mutations occurred off the continent of africa and and we only trace it back to the most recent ones for these different genetic populations as Unc, uh, mentioned now we can start calling people african versus non-african and start anchoring them in certain ge pockets of, of geography around the world so that's the that's the um the point or the understanding that we must have when we have these discussions so you know to to um kind of summarize your, the answer to that question uh you stop being african if all right so we definitely go on well, who is that is that just don't, my I, I, don't even worry about it they definitely going and be blocked it's, it's immature see that's the that's the consequence we have when we publicly put, put post the uh the numbers and everything well what happened but, it was just somebody trying to talk no 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 somebody's uh trolling all right so well, uh, why did you do? man you can't get in the mind of a troll you ain't gotta worry about why so Damn. um anyway so so uh we stop being african when when the mutations when your most recent mutations uh, occur off the continent all right and that's that's really the biological explanation the social mm -hmm. the social thing gets real real tricky real ambiguous and it will become convoluted because then you deal with and the cause race and it, and it caused the crazy racism uh Nahis, you want to add to that is he still on there yeah, you know, Nahisi at work, so. <laughs> All right, shit, he listening while he work. All right, brother, did I answer your question? What a couple of people on there? Oh, he got, is this a new number one, the 347? That, that was the number you was talking to, Wuja? Uh, I think it's a new one. I think the brother that was on, he probably listened, he hung up and listened. Okay, all right, uh, uh, 347, what's good? Talk to us. Uh, if you can't unmute yourself, Yo. I, I unmuted you, Yo. so you can go ahead. Yeah, yeah. How y'all doing? It's your boy Phil, Fifth Ave Phil from the chat. What's good, brother? Yo, so you know, uh, I don't know if y'all remember me, but I work in the psychology field. So mm -hmm. the way I would destroy the abos would be with these set of uh, chronological um, assessments that is actually proven fact, right? So I would ask the abos, being that y'all came, you know, y'all in America, right? You have to agree, right? That uh, the abo civilization, y'all tamed the land, right? Y'all knew where everything was. This berry is poisonous. This berry we could eat, right? 
So if you knew which berry can kill you, which berry doesn't, no problem, right? Fast forward today, scientists can determine what poison killed you by analyzing the same plants that you abos used to live around. So we can also agree that certain plants are indigenous to certain parts of the world because they have a book called Plants of the World. So mm-hmm. if the scientists can determine what type of poison was in your blood and where the plant came from, how come they can't determine, because you are what you eat, right? Because if you ate that berry, you would die, right? So you are what you eat, right? So if the scientists can determine what poison it is and what plant it came from and what part of the world, those minerals, those, those minerals in that, in that area are in your blood, right? So when we show you the royal family's bloodline, and it shows West African blood. That's because the people in that area ate from the ground of whatever grew out of it and plants and animals in that region for thousands and thousands of years. Because, so when they do the DNA test, when they look in your blood, they can say, this person has proteins and things in their blood that's from a certain region that only these plants with this type of protein come from. And for it to be in your blood for a high concentrated amount, you had to be there for thousands and thousands of years. So that's how they determine a lot of times the group in which you procreate it with that's in your blood. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a, so, is that a white person? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This dude's crazy. So, so At the end of the day, they would say yes. I know the Abos for a fact would say yes to saying that they tamed the land. They would say yes to poisonous berries. They would have to agree that scientists know where the poisons are and uh, many different poisons and where they were derived from. They would have to agree, uh, agree with that. Then that's when I correlated to over you are what you eat. So therefore, if scientists are able to depict the types of poison and what plant it came from, they can also depict the types of food you ate a lot of times within your blood. And if they are uh, isolated to one area of the world, they could determine either you was in that world or some type of trade occurred and it came to where you was at. That's all I want to say. Scholar gang. All right. So that's a good point. Um, um, you know, that's a good point that, uh, you know, the food that you ingest, obviously the food that any, any particular people, uh, eat is going to be food that's near to them. You know, you're not going to travel, uh, six hours around the world to, to, uh, have dinner. So (laughs) the, um, the foods that you eat also become part of your, you know, your, um, that, you know things that you're exposed to as you said certain pathogens and things like that certain immunities that you will have as well so you'll be able to uh be able to look at that information and make some kind of uh inferences and, and whatnot as far as where these people are from where they migrated from and so on so i mean that's a, a um a good point the point i always raise with the, is we brought up abos um aboriginal people have pushed the aboriginal doctrine and native american doctrine and things like that is that uh hold on, I'm trying to catch this. Okay. 
Just trying to make sure this person don't don't, don't return on here. Um, one of the things, see, before, you know, like me personally, before I get into any kind of lengthy conversation with the person that pushed the, those kind of doctrines, I just ask them, have they had their DNA analyzed? Have they had the genome sequenced and uh, uh, DNA analyzed? Yeah. And all right, see, this is going to be an issue right here. See, the, see, I got to catch the number. But anyway, so um, and it's always one. It's always one. It's all. It's always one. It's always one. Um, but anyway, so what I always ask them is, is if they get have their um, DNA analyzed, because if they're not even uh, willing to do that, then it's really no need to go further in the conversations. I mean, if you really think about it, because what people tend to like to do, uh, they they want to keep things unscientific because in the unscientific realm of conversations, anything goes. You can make up anything. You can say anything. It's that's that's the world of opinions. And everybody has them. And and there's no way to falsify opinions because the the mechanism to falsify opinions is the scientific method. You know, all the methods that that are in science. So when people want to keep this conversation unscientific, that's the reason why. And so, you know, I me personally I I, I tend to kind of um you know, be cautious about getting into too, too many lengthy conversations about that unless people really. <laughs> no, nah, I get it, man. I get it. Willing to do I that. Get it. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's just my thing. Um, uh, I, 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 well, but, but see, with the breakdown, the way I do it is undeniable. So when I engage in my debates, I'm going to have that. First, I make them commit to something. I make them commit. If you tame the land, yes. You knew where all the plants was, yes. Okay, can you determine today if where uh, poisons come from? Uh, yes. Uh, you, you know, you got to make them commit. So when it's time to double back, um, they can't double back because that's when you use it against them. And that's how I, I, I destroy these elbows. I tell them you can't go to grandmaologists or auntieologists and stuff like that and get these stories and think we have to take them all 100%. You know, we take it with a grain of salt, but I just think further... Uh, methodical uh, methods uh, and testing should be uh, done before you just make these claims, you know, because nowadays we have super amount of, of, of technology that help us. I also refer to the OJ case. I said, did you see the way they was trying to explain DNA back then? And I would ask them, do you think inventions uh, uh, or innovations progress? Because if, if you look at it now, we're talking on uh, watch phones right now out of something out of Dick Tracy. I, I seen the first time I seen that was when I was watching Dick Tracy. So I'm 40 years old. So now we talking on watch phones and things like that. So you have to give respect to, to at least say maybe DNA did uh, uh, progress from the time of OJ and all these other eras where they couldn't analyze and, and, and connect people to crimes, but now they can yeah, that's I mean, that's 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 definitely a way to a way to go. You know what you just described is definitely the way to go. But, you know, we all know too all too well that the unscientific minded people. The guy start. I'm sorry, Joe, um, but uh, uh, <laughs> I'm out of here. Thank you for the time. I, I love you guys. God bless. Uh, Scholar Gang one. All right. Let me just finish my thought. Trying to catch that that caller. That's that's one of Unk's boys. But uh I'm just playing. But no, um so I I was just saying, you know, we all know all too well that that the unscientific um uh minded, 
you know, they come up with excuses for everything. You know, if it's not one thing, it'll be another. And and so, you know, we could just do our best. But that was but that's a good um that's a good way of doing it, what you described. Uh and that's all we can do is our best. So so yeah, Uncle, you pick up, I'm I'm gonna catch this. And you mute it. There you go. Peace, peace. Peace. Yeah, why you mute me out, Wuja? I'm wrong with you. <laughs> I kept trying to unmute you. You 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 were muting yourself back. <laughs> I I ain't touched the computer. Well go ahead though. Who's next? Eight eight six five. Yeah, peace, peace. peace. Uh, I got a question. I got a question for Aunt. All right, what's your name, brother? Right, my name is Aboriginal Power. Halito, brother. All right, hey, man, Black African Power, brother. What's the question? Uh, I want to see if, uh, if you was... Uh, I heard you make a claim, more or less. I want to see, you know, verify okay. your claim. Okay. Uh, okay, yeah, it's all, it's all good. Peace to everybody who else on the panel. I don't know everybody's name. Uh, all right, good. But uh, I heard you make a claim about the pyramids in Peru mm -hmm. and uh, Corral Supe being 2,600 years old. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. and, and, ac and according to Rue Shady and, and any other article that I've seen put out mm -hmm. dealing with the dating of their, it goes back to 2,600 BC. I agree with you on that. Okay, so it was just a miss. You just accidentally did that, right? No, that's just that's the archaeological site. They didn't really have how old the pyramid structure itself was. I think it well, goes according. Back, hold on, let me say this real fast. I think it goes back past uh, 2600, that particular site. You know what I'm saying? I think a little bit older than that. Right. You said 2600 years or 2600 BC? 2600. You know, 2600 BCE. I think it's a little bit older than that. That area. Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, from yes. the uh, from the article, from mm -hmm. the article in the uh, in the, in the material that was taken out of uh, the one of the uh, pyramids of the eastern wing, they took wood from uh, out of one of the standing pyramids, and it was dated that possibly you know 26 to 3200 BCE, right? Mm -hmm. give, give me that article yeah. so I can look at it. I'm very familiar okay. with the lady that uh that actually did it, and I think the real fight. Yeah, Ruth Shady. I actually got the actual interview with Ruth Shady speaking herself with the translator because you know she don't speak English. Right, right. So, I, know, think, I, I think I well. I think the problem was is that the Europeans were taking credit for some work that she had did, though. I think that was a real problem. Correct? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, actually, one of the uh, actually one of the uh, other archaeologists that was on the site helping with the dating is John Haas. Mm -hmm. Who came in and helped do who do the day as well? I'm not looking at it right now, but you know I, I'm on my phone. Okay. But you know, I, okay, maybe sometime we, I can get a link and come on it. and maybe do a little screen share. Yeah, we'll we'll re look at it and see if they actually dated the pyramid itself. So so they yeah 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 okay it's cool. I just wanted you to clarify that because you know you said 2600 years, but it's no, 2600 I mean, BCE. No BCE. Yeah, yeah I'm in BCE. But, I know, I know, I know, I know. But you said years on on the video on the Scholars Corner uh, on TV. You said it three. You said it three times. I just I want to you know clarify that. Years. I said twenty six hundred years. 
Yes, sir, brother. I can. I play. I, uh, yes, sir. Absolutely. So, I said, so that, that that would make it like two, like like what? Twenty six hundred years ago, but if you but if you were to do twenty six hundred yeah, yeah, yeah. BCE, it'll ago, be right. it'll be a little bit over five. It'll be a little bit over five thousand, about double that. What's over five thousand years ago? Oh yeah, plus the two thousand now, two thousand eighteen. Yeah, uh, so I said close okay. to five thousand. You know what I'm saying? I'm with you with that. Yeah, I, I got right, it. right. You good? Right, right. And Look. then and then you know and then you know there's still a lot of. Uh, stuff going on in in Elmir Door, dealing with the t the sixty thousand structures that they found with the lidar testing down there in Gua in Guatemala and Elmir Door, the city of Elmir Door. They found sixty thousand structure, and uh, they estimate out of out of those that uh, ten thousand of those are pyramids. Actually, the uh, leading archaeologist on that site, which is Dr. Richard Hansen, has excavated and discovered 51 of those within the last 41 years. So, you know, and they get into the dating of those as well. So when that information get released, you know, that's going to be some more game changers to prove that, you know, the oldest pyramids, you know, all so, over this okay. way. Well, let's say that is true, right? How does it help you and your cause to be an Aboriginal? That's really no, real thing. Well, Seriously, what, like, what, what a cause is right, right. I'm not trying. To, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to take away nothing that Africans done or nothing like that. Because I got African friends and we 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 politic all the time, right? Mm -hmm. And but, but more or less is it's giving us something to give pride in when they tell us that we was archaic and hunters and gatherers. When I go through the consensus in the National Archives dealing with the uh the consensus dealing with uh material dealing with agriculture dealing with irrigation we mm -hmm. are some of the earliest people to 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 implement these things on a large scale along with agriculture which is one of the biggest money makers in sustaining when it comes to the people you got to have agriculture and when we're dealing with agriculture even in various spots like the city of corral which is a desert it's a desert but when you read in the article, it was a metropolis of gardening because it took irrigation to do that. You see, that's mm -hmm. science. So how long was that science around before it was implemented? You see what I'm saying? So what, what, yeah. what, what I'm saying is there's a lot of information out here that's going to be changing the game, but we're not trying to take away nothing from Africans. All we're trying to do is uplift our people yeah. as the indigenous people, oh, the wait. true Americans. Yeah, All right, freeze, for freeze for a minute. Hold it right there for a minute. But I asked the question again, right? Because uh, just racist scientists, you know, always think that other people are quote unquote uh, uh, like um, barbarian or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's just people talking crazy. So what we do know is is that the Native American uh, population um, they did have uh, uh, structures. They did have large cities of a million people. So no one on the Amaral squad is fighting against what you're saying. I, I'm going to back no, to the question no, again. But, no, you cut me but, off. But I what I'm saying is, my bad, my no, bad. No, you cut go me ahead, off. Bro. No matter what you're saying. You cut go me ahead, back. go ahead. We're having a chill conversation. I'm simply saying that, that people that are claiming to be original to North America aren't those people. And the fact that they might did all them great things, that ain't helping the people that ain't helping your cause. Not less you can prove with a DNA test. You know what I'm saying? Not less you 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 gotta have the DNA test because that's the, the business of the day. 
You got to have some bones. You got to have all that. You can't just, you just can't say that. That's not taken away from the people on this side of the water that was an advanced culture because there were advanced cultures. I've never said it wasn't. I'm not the guy to say that, well, this, that, and the other. I'm not. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they was writing. So that, that that's that's levels. So I don't, I don't know, bro. I ain't never not said that it wasn't me. It wasn't the squad saying that. But I know they ain't Watch this. I'm going to say this, though. I know they ain't built no damn pyramid to rival the pyramid of Giza. I'll tell you that, actually, that. Actually, if you... Actually, if you look up in uh, El Mirador and you look up the pyramid, LaDonta, LaDonta. Let's do it. Let's do it right now. Let's see. Spell yeah, it. Why? Spell it. Why? L-A, 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 space, D-A-N-T-E. D-A-D-A. Hold on. D-A? D-A, like Dante. LaDonta. Go ahead. D-A. N T E. N T E? Yes, sir. Uh, Dante, what? Pyramid. In El Mirador. In El Mirador. E L M I R A D O R. It's like, you know. So. Like I said, I'm not even looking at it right now. I'm freestyling off the top of my head right now. But uh, but like I'm, but but what I'm saying oh, is, what, what, I want I want I wanted to say something while you was looking it up, brother. That's all. Well, I have, no, I I have a question Maya. for you. I have a question for you while he's Hold looking on, it the, up. Hold on, the, 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 the lost city of Mayan, right? That right, right. All right. Let me go to the Smithsonian. Let me go. Let me see what you talking about. Go ahead while y'all talking. I'm gonna read up on it. Okay, I have a question for you, uh, brother. I have a question for you. Um, no problem. Can I just can I just can I just say something to what I'm saying right quick? Okay, uh, go ahead. Actually, the reason it's beneficiary to us because we can track down through migration periods from South America that the people from North America came from the South. You can find Omac culture and pottery in Mississippi. You can also find it in Tennessee. You can uh you can find Mayan and Aztec culture throughout California, uh 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 in uh goddamn uh Louisiana. Okay, so Okay. That's cool. Now I just have a question for you. Now out of all out of all the people that you just named, you, you mentioned all met culture, Mayan culture, et cetera, et cetera. Uh my question to you is have you had your DNA sequenced to the point where your uh DNA can be compared to the cultures and the people that you just named and to come up with uh, a match. Right. Well, uh, actually dealing with the, dealing with the genetic sequences of, of, of American ancestry that they only tested approximately about six times. So they really haven't did enough study on, on, on the indigenous people here to have enough evidence to conclusively put that out. And by the way, dealing with the accuracy of a DNA gen, uh, genealogy test, uh, we got to deal with the accuracy. And I think it's 0.01, right? Which is, okay, okay. wait, 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 hold on. One, one second, though. I'm, maybe you didn't hear my question. I'm saying, have you had your DNA uh, sequenced? By any any uh, genetic company or whatever. Case oh no, nah, I, I heard you, bro. I was just getting into it. I was just giving you the breakdown <laughs> of the DNA testing and all that. When, oh when no, I say no, it's no, 0. no, 
Okay, no, no, no problem. But no. but but at least answer my question, and then you could build. Oh yeah, I am. I'm about to. I just need a couple more seconds. That's all. All right, go I'm for get, it. I'm getting into it right now. It's all right. Uh, so, uh, like I said, the DNA testing accuracy is point zero one, which is ten percent of one percent, and uh, so it's actually non accurate. And uh, to just to answer your question, no, I haven't had a accurate. chance. To... That's the percent of what you test, not the percent of accuracy. Uh, hold on one well, second. Let me let me let me wait 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 wait. Let's slow. Wait wait. We gotta we got we gotta slow down. Hold on hold up. One second. No 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 no. We can't cut in like that. We ain't gonna do it. Let that man finish, yo. We ain't gonna do it. No no. But I'm saying. Wait, uh, brother. Just wait one second because it's my question that you're answering. So, uh, the answer to my specific question. I mean, I is no. I haven't. Is no. You haven't. So now now everything you're saying after that is your attempt to teach us about uh, yeah. the accuracy of dna okay so i just i just want to make it clear because remember it's, it's just not us talking it's, it's no, the whole, i don't, we have I, the whole don't I don't think i'm teaching you guys something that i think you are, you guys already know i think you guys already know so i'm not trying to teach you guys nothing. but what i was trying to teach you about the pyramids and el mirador but what was the point what was the point of you saying what was the point of you saying uh point one percent if if that wasn't that wasn't even at my my question because uh, the reason why I say that is because... No, I answered your question, too. I said no. I said no. That was, yeah. that was just flat out no. But, I haven't got around to take that test Yeah, but that, that yeah, was, that was after. You got around to it. Hold up, hold up. But that was... But hold up. No, wait, I ain't wait. got around to it. Wait, but that was, that was after. I wouldn't get around to it, neither. Oh, my goodness. Let me just, <laughs> I'll take one now. You going to pay for it? I'm trying no, to... That, that, that's Garfield going to pay for it. Oh, okay. I'll talk to Garfield tomorrow about that then. Yeah, and I don't care. Shit, you be whatever you want to be. I ain't, I ain't spend no bread on that. All right, so wait, I'm not finished yet. I'm saying, brother, I appreciate you answering me, but you but you answered me after you gave your your build. And so your build was it. So now I'm getting back to your bill. So the answer was no, but now back to your bill. And you're incorrect about the accuracy being point one percent, which is a tenth of a percent, et cetera, et cetera. That is just flat out wrong. So if you want to build on it, we can educate you, then I don't mind doing that, but I'll I'll yield it back to Unc. No, 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 no. I found the pyramid, but go ahead. Let, let's do that. Why well, I want to keep looking at this pyramid a little bit. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Uh, explain. I appreciate that, but uh, hold on, bro. My Stop. Bad. You made you said the one percent thing. Where'd you get that from? Let's do it like that. Uh, you get that? I, I, I watched a couple of interview. I watched the interview on uh sixty minutes with Rick Kittles, and uh, they kind of got around to asking him the accuracy of the test, and that's pretty much what he said. Okay, I got how, the video. How long, how, long, how long ago was the video, bro? How old was this it? was in 2015, I believe. And that's okay. Now let me tell you, nah, that's the that's ahead. the same video that uh, the people on Facebook tried to yeah, uh, yeah. make reference to 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 push that point one percent, and it really boils down to not understanding how the genetic ancestry is taken and and so on and so forth. That's really what it boils down to, and so. When you well, say right, I'm, not a, I'm not a genetic expert, but I, I deal with brothers that that's more equipped on that on the expertise and knowledge. I'm more of a history guy. I like going to history. Okay, that and I I appreciate that, but I I just want to let you know that um that it is incorrect for you to say that the accuracy of DNA testing is only point uh one percent, et cetera, et cetera. For for, well, for, for I, for I only heard say, that from Rick Kittles himself. I'm only quoting the man who's running the company. That's all. Okay. So you're saying that Rick Kittle says that 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 he formed an entire company, 
called African Ancestry. He charges about three hundred dollars a pop. And, and you're saying, right, he you're, said, you're but, saying what he, but what he did? Wait, 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 Go ahead, my bad. Go ahead, my bad. Because what you're saying is that Rick Kittles has started this founded this company with the sister Gina Page. They charge about three hundred dollars per kit, and 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 that they are saying, and he's also saying that the testing that he does is only a fraction of a percent, not even a whole percent accurate. Is that what you're telling us? They said point zero. Oh, point zero one. Uh, like I said, yes, that's that's exactly what he said, and he didn't want to say it. He didn't seem pr- he didn't look proud of saying it. But what he did say is that he got the largest collection of African genetic uh uh genome sequences in his database. So that's what he did say. Okay, let me that. ask you. All right, let me ask you. Let me ask you this: Did you did you watch his interview that we had with him? On, no, on, I haven't. But you can you you can send it to me. I give I give I give my information. You can send it to me. and I'll check it out. Okay, let's let's let, so let's let's table this until you do that. So I'm I'm gonna give you the link so you can watch it and then where he breaks down what that one what that point one percent actually means and so on and so forth. So we'll do that. So we'll table it. Okay, for I, appreci- right. I, I appreciate that. All right, good enough. All right. But like I said though, uh. You know, I've been talking to Garfield over a few days, and uh, I, like I said, I brought up a book to him, uh, which is, uh, you know, it goes into a lot of information that we talk about, period, for dealing with the aboriginal information. A lot of people might not be able to quote the sources because it's an encyclopedia, right? And it's published by the National Archives and Smithsonian Records and all kind of other references and sources that you can go through, through this encyclopedia. Uh, but uh, that's where a lot of people are getting their information from, uh, whether they quoting it or not, and various other books as well. You know what I mean? So, so basically, you just like to teach uh, 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 Southern and North American history, basically. Southern. Now we teach, we teach, we teach all of the Americas. We even got a brother that's that's equipped with going into the islands, and you know, we deal we deal with American history pretty much. Yeah, you so, know, North American history goes you know back a certain you know. So, all right. So watch this. Here's where it get real crazy for you. How do you know that your ancestors built those structures that you're talking about right now? How do you know? How do I know, right? Well, well, do I don't know, know with I, I don't know with certainty that my particular lineage of people, right, built those, but Okay. Dealing with dealing with the codexes that's found on some of the Mayan walls that explain the building and he who even constructed the buildings, particular in El Mirador, uh, they describe they show the phenotype dealing with the pictographs and the pict uh dealing with according to the pictologists that's like that's looking at, they look just like us the phenotype just like us. Uh, mm-hmm. Matter of fact, when you start diving into their culture, just with the uh, for instance, the food. The way they cook things, it blends all in with our culture. You know what I'm saying? I'm from the South, so I don't know where you brothers from, but I'm pretty sure y'all know how you can go somewhere and you you understand these your peoples because the way they cook. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's how you know because the way they cook. That's what you're riding on right now. Oh, nah, nah. I'm not riding on just the way they cook. Uh, don't do that. It's various other ways that you can go into. Like, make you think you know what you know. I, I just, like I just told you, the phenotype, bro. They look All just right, like so, it. They're explaining. Okay. Hold on, phenotype, right? So then so, so then you actually are in agreement with biological human evolution then, right? 
biological and human evolution. Biological and human evolution. How human beings I mean, transform on Earth. How, how biologically we're all connected to every living organism. So you agree with that? I mean, I mean, no, because when you're dealing with evolution, right, oh. and you go to a pit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I just want to ask you a question. When no, you're dealing don't with ask the, question. the, the don't ask I, can't, I can't ask you a question? No, you asked me. You no. said no. You said no, right? I said no. Right, yeah. Right, can yeah, I ask you a question? You can ask me a question. Go ahead. <laughs> damn, you better make me forget my damn question, bro. Check out learning. Damn, man. They go ahead. Go ahead, man. I don't forgot my question now, man. That's all body. <laughs> I got him. I got him with the trick. Been doing it for years, boy. Learn that. Learn that one right there, yo. Boy, right. they, they, you must have learned that in the streets. That's that tongue talker, boy. Hey, take that money right out that goddamn pocket. Slick a big ass like that, boy. All right, let me say this. When you start to talk, first of all, you, you presented evidence on uh, certain archaeological sites, which means you're not opposed to the scientific investigation on the history in North and South America. You're actually using science at this point, right? Right, right. Just because you use archaeology don't mean you have to be in agreement with with biological and human evolution. But when you start to talk about phenotypes, right, and and, and that's really diversity in the way the Homo sapiens look, right? The question is, why is it different types of phenotypes? The only way we can answer that question is by biological human evolution. So, so you shouldn't really talk about phenotypes because you really prove my point. Because phenotypes, you know what I'm saying, can look a certain way and the DNA don't measure up to that particular thing and what it's looking like. So you talking I mean, about- I understand, you I understand that though. But like I said, I'm not, I'm not that equipped on this, on the, on, on the genetic- but my man's is so maybe one day we can have a future, you know, conversation on yeah, this. But what I was saying is dealing, but dealing with 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 evolution, you got a period called the Cambrian period, right? If I'm pronouncing it right. Yes. And what's which were, which? Huh? Yeah. What's your question about the Cambrian period? What, do you what think? animals come before that? You mean what animals come before the Cambrian period? I'm saying what creatures, what species, what's before, what pop, what's, what period is before the Cambridge period? The well, Cambrian look, period. Let's look it up. You think it ain't no periods? How old is the Cambrian period? That's the bottom period. That's where all animals pop up out the blue. And it does not support evolution because it got to evolve from what's on it's, it's called the Cambrian explosion. And they don't. Yeah, pop the Cambrian up. explosion, correct. Yes, but you, do, do you realize what is there, though? Say what? Do you realize what is there? What is there? I couldn't hear you. My bad. My phone messing up in these mountains. I said, do you recognize what they do have at, uh, at the Cambrian explosion? Uh, some kind of bug. No, they got body plans. Say it one more time for me. They have body plans during the Cambrian explosion. Body plans. That would later on become all the animals you see today. Hold on, can you can you send me? Uh, what's my what's what's B O D Y plan P L A A N plan body plan, like the way your body right. is planned out. Body plans. All right, all right. 
So don't nobody tell I'm you. Look so let's look at the fossils real quick. You want to look at the fossils? You want, let's date the Cambrians, the Cambrian age first. All right, radioactive elements right. contained within rocks have only recently become available and for only a few reasons. Uh, relative relative dating, uh, A was B, I mean, A was before B. It's, a, it's often assumed significant for studying the process of evolution, but this too has been difficult. It's a because of the problems involved in matching up rocks of the same age across different continents. All right, all right. So it's difficult to date that. Let's deal with the, the body fossils. Fossil organisms and bodies, right, are usually the most informative type of evidence. Uh, fossilization is a rare event. We could talk about that. And most fossils are destroyed by erosion, okay, before they can be observed. And say, hence, the fossil record is very incomplete. So if you study evolution, you know the fossil record is incomplete. I think Wuja does the best job saying we had every fossil, you know, that ever existed, you would see that everything looked like they mother. But you know all I'm saying, I'm saying is I, I understand what you're saying, but when it when it I said but all it's talking all it's saying that it could be, but technically it's impossible to create it's a not. whole new trying to say genetic sequence. Now, hold on, let me read this. The Cambrian fossil record includes an unusual high number of Largest state. Let me say this again. Largest statin, which preserve soft tissue. These allow paleontologists to examine the internal anatomy of animals, which in often sediments are only represented by shells, spines, claws, if they are preserved at all. The most significant Cambrian's largest stent are the early Cambrian. Mono, Monostanians snail beds of damn never the damn Chinese words you can China <laughs> that's wild and searches pastius Greenland they say the middle Cambrian Bruglis snail all right and the late Cambrian Austin Sweden they say while Largestan preserved far more than conventional fossil record, they are far more complete, right? But if you have fossils that are complete, and I say all this to say, right, if you do your study on it, right, you'll find out that there's enough time, right, for those uh, organisms to transform, you know what I'm saying, in different environments. There's plenty of time for that. So, so the argument you use we, is the creationist argument. Right, because the reason I say that is because it's impossible to create a whole new genetic sequence of DNA, which ultimately represents the anatomy and structure and how this thing is going to operate and function correctly. But, you know, like I said, I ain't the man on this topic, though. You like, I promise you, I really, I would love to go in, but I don't know too much. I you got know, you. I ain't the, no, you know. no, you're honest on that. You honestly, like I, I deal, I deal with his, but like I said, I deal with some guys that's pretty thorough when it deals with the genetic science and all that stuff, right? Yeah, in the evolution, yeah, uh, right? In evolution, yeah, yeah, they be teaching, but yeah, I just, I just really want, I just really want to call on. I appreciate y'all letting me uh be on y'all phone call, or whatnot. Nah, but, uh, I just really want to, you know, 
make sure you weren't misleading the people out there. Uncle, I fuck with your work, even though I am Aboriginal power. You know what I mean? We pushing this thing all the way through the limit, and it ain't going nowhere. But I do fuck with your work. Uh, I've been fucking with your work for a long time. I just didn't want you yeah. put out there like you misleading the people, though. Because I know it was just a misquote that you that you said. Because you, 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 you quoting it. You saying real shady name. And I know yeah. that ain't, say, 2,600 years. So I just want you to, you know, clear that now, up for the record on the record. I'm in 2,600 BC. I was reading from the article. Yeah, I know. I know. That's why I said. That's why I said. Yeah. I know it didn't say 2,600 years. That's yeah, why I said I, I know it was just an accident. Yeah, it was an accident. That was a mistake, honest mistake. Yeah, it's all good. A lot of people try to bang on you with it, but I ain't like it. I just want to give you a chance to clear it up. Yeah, but if you would have, it would have been. I don't mind getting banged nah, on you. Nah, you good. We all make mistakes, right? Yeah. But right. shit, yeah, I just, that's what's up. I ain't going to hold y'all brothers okay, up. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Before, uh, you, before you go, before you go, uh, if you could drop the link to the uh, video that you made reference to about the 0.01%. Uh, so that no we, problem. So that when we, we revisit it, we can uh, actually go ahead and uh, listen, unpack listen. the entire thing. I'm going to hit Garfield thing. up in the morning. I've been talking. I talk to Garfield all the time on the hangout joints, right? I try to get a couple of you brothers in on the bill while we was building in the back. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to hit Garfield up and I'm going to tell him to send that video to you. Okay, but let me, I, I got one more question before you go. Um, do you know the difference between a uh, maternal uh, analysis, paternal analysis, and then the autosomal DNA analysis? Uh, I think one dealing with the X chromosome and one dealing with the Y, right? And the mitochondrial DNA. One is tracking through the father's lineage and one tracks through the mother, right? Okay, well, that, that what you just said, that's correct. But I, I mentioned three. So do you know, I'm saying, do you, are you aware of the different, the different uh, results that you get from analyzing those three different things? So you have the paternal Oh, like, like I said, man, I'm not even the guy on there, but... but I'm telling you, I have some more information for you guys tomorrow. I have my brother go in on it. That's okay. Well, I just want to put it out there. Okay. That's just, what I seen. That's what I heard. He didn't even go into detail of what he meant by. So okay. I was just only quoting the brother Rick Quittles. Uh, Rick Kittles, excuse me. Okay, but let me. Okay, <laughs> let me just be fair and let you know why I asked you that question. Because whenever people make a claim, a lot of times people will just repeat something. And they really don't understand it. And, and so and so this is what I find when people uh, try to quote Rick Kittles. And this is what I mentioned earlier. I said I was going to table it, but I just have to let the listeners know that that if if a person doesn't know the difference between those three things I just mentioned and the results that come out of those three things, then anyone saying that that any percentage is is the accurate thing or, or whatever the case is, they really don't have the information to even understand what they themselves are saying. Right, right, so, right. So I, I don't I got wanna... it right now, so I ain't even going to lie to you, but, but my people too, right. they got all that. They got, okay, they got so, all that. So, hey, what's your name again, brother? Uh, what's your name, 14500? Uh, no, nah, this is Wujo. No. This is the brother Wujo. So, so all right, that's cool. So we, we we could table it, and then when you bring, I guess when you bring the other brother, or or like you say, you're gonna uh, get Garfield to forward me the video. That's fine. So we we could bring this up again, but I just want for the listening audience, you know, for people to understand. All right, but I appreciate it. That that's um um you know good build that you had. Hey, and uh, tell uh, um, get back with me after he finished looking at that little doctor, cause I already know the answer to that one. Hey, are That's you from family. Oakland? Are you are, are you from Cal Oakland or something? Or uh, California? No, I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee, bro. I'm Cherokee. Oh, you Maybe know what? Talk, talk. Because hey, Uncle, you said I'm looking at what? You said at the pyramid, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Get back with me. 
Yeah, I'm looking at it, yo. I'm like, I ain't want to get you. <laughs> hey, but um, uh, call, call her though. The re- call her. You, you, um, you, you remind, you remind me, you remind me of one of our colleagues, uh, Smash, uh, Jonathan, brother Jonathan. The way you sound and 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 your accent. That's why I asked you if you were from Cali or, or whatever. I gotta ask Jonathan where he originally from. But anyway, but yeah, it, let was, me, it was good to call. Let me let me clear this up real quick, bro, because I'm I'm I, I was a little sloppy on the Cambrian explosion, right? I, I want to explain a little bit better. But the body plans real quick so you can really get it and I'm gonna give you a, a source for it. I don't wanna just dive out there. So we're gonna use yeah. I'm gonna give this to you, Ujada. Put this out here for the people. Uh so we wanna always make sure we educate it right. We never wanna be sloppy with nothing. So here you go, brother uh Wujad. Let me give you this real quick. I don't want you to leave off here, bro, with, with bits and pieces of information. Right? Um damn. Here I'm gonna get this for the put in the chat room for everybody. Look at this real quick. And what I was talking about when I when I spoke of body plans and how the Cambrian explosion does not nullify that at all. So let's see. Uh, Cambrian explosion. Let me see. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, creatures, uh, fossils were found at the Burgess sk- snail. All right. Shale. S-H-A-L-A. As alien as these creatures seem, they are also surprisingly familiar. It says all basic body plans found in nature today are here. Remember, I talked about that. So, you know, that kind of defeats the creationist argument, right? It says bodies with heads, tails, and appendages, all specialized segments performing specialized functions, all animals evolving for the last half billion years has come from uh, tinkering with these Cambridge body plans. And I say all this to say, I talked about what a body plan is. So if you was to strip a, a human all the way down to his bones, strip a, 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 a quote unquote gorilla all the way down, chimpanzee all the way down, uh, strip a fish all the way down to the bones and actually looked at the body plan, you would absolutely find this. You would find out, watch this brother, how many bones do you have in common? How many bones do you have attached to your shoulder blade? I mean, shit, I really don't know. I'm going to say, what, six? No, you got one coming out your shoulder. One bone. Oh, shit. Right? Think about it. <laughs> All right, now watch this. Once you get down to your elbow, how many bones do you have that come from your elbow to your wrist? How many bones? I'm going to say one. No, it's two. Oh, my God. All right, all right, right? then. I don't know, man. You tell me. You no, the guy on this. You the man on me especially. Nah, nah. We talking about, you know, come on, man. You know you got two bones in, in, in your forearm, man. Come on, yo. Think about it. That's that's why you, 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 you know, your wrist is up can rotate. It's two bones, right? Now. All right, wrist the elbow. My bad. I miss, I miss her. My right? bad. Elbow. I'm saying between your elbow and your wrist is two bones, right? It's not just right, right. any skeleton, right? Now, from your, your wrist to your hands, how many bones? A lot, right? A lot, right. Right. So let's look at a fish. How many bones does a fish have coming from his shoulder? Any I reckon one. One. Just to, now, you know, time you get, a point. watch this. By the time you get down to the elbow where it bends, that fin... Right? How many do you have? 
It's going to go two. out. Two. Right. By the time you get to the end of the fence, how many bones is it? A lot. Right. So that's a body plan. So the same thing goes true with the body plan of a fish. It's the same thing that goes true with a body plan uh, from a human. So what this shows us is that nature is tinkering with body plans. That's the point I'm trying to show you. That we all come from something with this body plan. Simple as that. It's not hard. It's not complicated. That's the best explanation we have, right, when you're talking about why is it a fish, you know what I'm saying, damn near got fingers and shoulder blade. Why? That's why in anatomy, they start you off with frogs. You dissect frogs. Because understanding the anatomy of a frog, right, or later on, help you understand the anatomy of humans. That's what they do when people are, 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 are dip, uh, in doctorate programs. They don't just start off um, uh, uh, studying human anatomy. You know what I'm saying? When, when they bring those uh, first-year students in, you know, they start, you, you, you know, they, they, they have them dissecting, uh, you know, fish to study those bones. And then they move up and get you cadavers, which are human bodies, and they study them. But to understand, to get the real understanding of a human body, man, you got to study the fish bones. I'm just telling you. So, you know, I know you wasn't really prepared for all that, but I just wanted to hit you with Yeah, you already know. That ain't even my expertise. I appreciate you dropping some good knowledge on me. Yeah, I didn't want, I didn't want people listening to the chat room to kind of be a little bit thrown off by the, you know, it can't be an explosion. I wanted to get that right. That's all. Straight. Right, 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 right. But like I said, that ain't my expertise. I just really want to, you know, make us, like I told you, make sure you weren't putting out the information like that. I appreciate that, that though, brother. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, I ain't an asshole. I, I just seem like it. And, and by the way, man, look, at, look into the history of, of the construction of LaDonta. Why you uh-huh, I'm unmuted. I can unmute myself. Ha uh-huh. ha. I know why. I mean, but why I call in? You don't got nothing else better to do. Why do? Why? <laughs> Kids having fun. Yeah, uh, go ahead, brother. I, I got you. I, I'm not saying yeah, that. I'm not saying that wasn't a, a, a hell of a, a human endeavor to build them those structures. I'm not saying that. I, I would never say that. I'm just talking about the Great Pyramids on the Giza Plateau right now. One of the seven, one of right, the right. <laughs> right, right. But but you gotta you know the big boy is over here and the most is over here, the most pyramids in the world is over here in America. And right. the biggest one. But I appreciate y'all letting me have you on your panel though. I All appreciate right, that. You good. Hey, so me- remember that we got we got we got we got a future uh future discussion to have about that point oh one percent. All right. Appreciate it. Yeah, that. we do. All right. Where you at? Uh forty two tribes. What's good, bro? Hey, what's happening? It's a good day. What's good with you? Uh, just studying a lot, mm-hmm. especially human lineages. Um, working on something that'll probably take maybe uh, a month or so that I'd like to present. Um, but I did have some questions. I mostly had a question for Wuja. And this might seem kind of um, familiar to you, Aunt, because mm-hmm. uh, I had mentioned that 
uh, that I, I always forget how to pronounce it. And I've written it so many times, like, because I know it's two types of Libyans, the Tachinu and Tahino, Tamehu and Tachino, I think it is. Um, they seem to contradict the eye, uh, the skin map, because in, in two two senses, they how they were depicted by Egyptians, and how African modern Libyans are genetically, yet they don't kind of look it. You know what I mean? They're they um they have a strong indigenous. I'm unmuted. I feel like are we on Xbox Live right now? <laughs> I know we is. <laughs> I'm unmuted. I just wanted to ask, uh, just bring that up and just see what people thought about that. And also, How about you pro propose a third out of Africa, and that's out of Africa young. Because I'm starting to see a bunch of examples of that, where the out of Africa movement is potentially a lot younger, and that seems to be the major disconnect in genetics, is uh, the forced model of back migration. I won't say not necessarily forced, but contrived. Hmm. Like theorized and presented without evidence. What you mean, younger? What you what you saying? Explain that. Can I share my screen? Let me see. I think I can mm -hmm. give a quick example of this. Let's see. Here we go. Hi. I'm unmuted. <laughs> I don't know how you got how you do that voice though. Okay. So this is a Y chromosomal phylogenetic tree. The reason why I say it may be younger and you have the a back migration model that's contrived is first, this, this is mainly not too detailed on the exclusive African side, for whatever reason, could just be ethnocentrism or they're just, but anyhow, the focus is that the differentiation of haplogroups involving populations today. On this side, I'm finding that a lot of these are in Africa, more so than I expected. I would say all except for, I don't know about this end. I'm more familiar with the MT maternal side, um, mitochondrial side. And so I'm, um, I'd say damn near all of them, really. Like uh, O is, S, I don't know. I don't know about, about S. Not sure about this M offhand. P is weird. <laughs> That's a long story with P. And then R kind of blows up in Central Africa, and then it's on the outskirts from there. Q might be in Madagascar, but but HIJ. And then you have a bunch of these, these uh, macro branches that aren't even found. So then if that, that does beg the question, because then I, I presented this at Egypt search. And I was talking about how, like, even Clyde Winters, who goes through all of them, hadn't, I couldn't find him saying that C came out of Africa, but you have traces of C in Africa. I'm seeing the same with A2 on the um, maternal end. And then 
use in as an example. But that's the main thing is R is the largest um, European. I'm unmuted. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> that's some good trolling. But that that that's pretty much it. R being the largest. If that is the largest and it's spliced into Africa, and there's also migration patterns that would make sense coming from so, R. It's so what are you what are you trying to I'm trying to figure out what you uh what man, you got me confused. You're trying to what? What are you trying to show? I'm saying that that uh, there's another model mm -hmm. that is younger than what we commonly see, where you have like some one major group that leaves Africa, and then when you find it in Africa, even though you find all of these, and a lot of times you find them at the basal level, most of them, like DE. I don't know about C because C came from um, National Geographic, so I'm not sure if they even traced what branch of C. So the model is they leave, do like the um, Caucasian or Central Asian boogie dance, and then they come back. Okay, back my group. I'm saying that that model is contrived because you could also have just the extreme diversity that is Africa, since most of these are in Africa, and you're always going to have less frequency in whatever compared to whatever goes out to new land. Because if, um, let me share my screen. Well, you, you saw it before, like with uh, C, where you have that little sliver in West Africa, you have that little sliver in what is modern Tanzania. If that's an ancient African haplogroup and it leaves and now it has nothing to compete with outside of Africa, it's more likely to be successful out there. There's less competition for animals and food, et cetera. There's less people to share the land with. and. Mm -hmm based on the migrations that they have higher frequencies in an area where there's less competition with other people. So Maybe you point like Australia and stuff like that. So my point, I guess, is that while we're going back and forth with people like Dr. Ali Muhammad, the real argument to me should be just how big of a uh, piece of the family tree is Africa. Because even though they'll, you know, they'll make Cheddarmen black and all that and, and say that everybody is African, the disconnect in the debate and genetics is, and the, or the thing that is difficult for them to, to talk about is the notion that the most recent uh, migrants out of Africa were the most successful. And that could be as, as recent as like 10,000 years ago when you see people pumping out of the green Sahara to get out of the desert. And that is about the age when R starts to be um, exclusive European. And other haplogroups become more exclusive European. And that ends up being the most successful on the male lineage. And then you kind of see the same thing with H with female. So that's my main point is to me the, the real debate should be yeah, what? Africa model model three. <laughs> hey yo, you crazy. How recent it is. <laughs> Eight forty-two, man. <laughs> Let me get this straight. So you are proposing a new theory. 
it's not really a new theory. It's more like, put like this, I used to, to disagree with Clyde Winters because he's put it out there way before, and then there's other people too. But my issue was, well, if, if you got R deep in Africa, like, like you have it, what about the ancestors? And then I would look at in Wikipedia and it gives you a long list, of, like I showed, of ancestors before R. But then when I look at those ancestors, they're so rare outside of Africa. And then you find like old lineages like A00. Just think about how rare A00 is in Africa. That's like less than a thousandth of the population. So that's, uh, that's not Homo sapien, yo. A, well, it's, it's Homo sapien now. So it's a lineage that survived in spite of its age, but it survived in just no, such a- that's time. not Homo sapien sapien, yo, that's archaic. It's Homo sapien today. Like the people that are tested that have it today are, no, are Homo sapien. It's found no, 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 today. No, no, no. That's my point is, it's hard no, for something to survive that. Hold on a minute. That's, that's, what's, that's like saying when you test a, a Homo sapien and find uh, Neanderthal DNA, you're going to call it Neanderthal today. That, 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 what? No, the, the, the lineage may have gone back to archaic whatever, but it's still a lineage that predates A. So And it's still found yeah. today. It's not like we find, we don't find Neanderthal lineages in people today. We never, we don't find uh, Neanderthal haplogroups in people, in, in modern people. But we find what I would say it's a homo sapien haplogroup since it's found in homo sapiens today. Now, what it was 300,000 nah, years nah, ago, nah, nah, I can't let you get away with that, 42. 42. Find that. Read that. Find what you just said. A double zero. We both know it's found in people today. No, 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 no. Find the way you just said that. You know what you just said. I'm, find that. So read that to me. Find what? Find that. Eight zero is Homo sapien today. Today. Find that. Where'd you read that at? Or you just put that together? I got that from you. I think I might have heard right, that. I get that. I never no, say that. No. Look. You remember it was found in an African American today. Eight double zero. And then they traced it back to um, uh, the Imbo Damn tribe. Room. Yeah, in the Imbo tribe. I think another tribe has found it too. But my point is that old lineage is like it's uh, uh, 0.000 of Africa. So you, you just don't find it. It's extremely rare in Africa. Good luck finding that haplogroup if they didn't find it in an American. And just think about how long we've been testing African-Americans. So we finally find one, and then we go to Africa, and we find a group of people that we hadn't tested before. So it's really rare in, in uh, frequency. Look, I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. You, you get a little pseudo with that one, yo. That's non-scientific. They don't say that eight zero zero is Homo sapiens. They don't say that. Say so that's well, archaic. That if if you want to call it archaic, because but the thing is, it's we don't know the date for it, really. They do know so, they. Well, you they do know the date is older than the Homo sapiens sapiens. Go back to three hundred something thousand years ago. That I, I maybe that that's something I haven't heard because if it goes back to three hundred thousand, we're still really? talking about a, a Homo sapien esque person because we're we're right oh, down the pipeline. Yeah, you're more like this. You would be more Homo sapien than archaic by far. Three hundred thousand years. You got, you, you got you Homo dotum is a is a is a archaic Homo sapien sapien. No, but I mean since it survived though, 
It's, it ain't survived the DNA survived, man. The DNA, you wild, yo. Yeah, the D, the, it's, I'm, that's mainly what I'm talking about is that the lineage survived in spite of being extremely rare because it's overtaken by larger, more successful lineages of uh, Homo sapiens. But yeah, I'm, I, I won't debate whether or not something 300,000 years ago would be classified as, uh, as archaic because that, that to me, I, I would have to see the skull and the measurements and, and we'd have to have a, a, a shared definition of what modern Homo sapien is. And they know what the homo sapiens is, what they look like. But I mean, we, we haven't found no old fossil of somebody with A double zero. I don't say we'd say fossil, but old preserved no. bones. And I don't no, know. They if found possible. Uh, so, I don't know if there's really been that much of a study on those old um, Moroccans that were found. Like those, and those were like classified, I think, as borderline modern humans. Yeah, yeah, those Morocco, those Moroccan, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying what they show you is you got like a, uh, um, instead of just being the old of old gorge, like they was thinking, now now I, I've been looked at the uh, multi-regional uh, theory inside of Africa. Remember, I, I think I talked about that before, how the, the different populations form Homo sapiens sapiens, different aspects of different portions of Africa come together to form uh, Homo sapiens sapiens. So that there's different uh, uh, archaic forms of Homo sapiens sapiens, you know, in different parts of Africa. I think yeah. that's one of the reasons why you have a mistake with the, the Neanderthal admixture, because if you're proposing that there was a European or let's say Eurasian population 50,000 years ago, and then how would you... If it's actually younger, how would you say that it wasn't just like you're saying a different population of Africans that had more of a uh, a um, like archaic strain that's similar to Neanderthals and Denisovans that are are mixing together instead of a population that I would argue hadn't materialized yet? There is no European. And, and Asian is nothing like it is today that long ago. Everything is, is rolled back into the uh, overall population of humanity. Think people haven't bottlenecked as much. So to me, they're getting false positives from that. But I, I've got other reasons for, for thinking that the Neanderthal admixture is largely a mistake. But when I see them predicting that it isn't because they're calculating the admixture is occurring between 80 and 40,000 years ago, I'm like, it would have to, it would likely occur within Africa because you don't have those populations yet. And you still have that same type of admixture. Cause I mean, pe people, we all share a grip of our, our genetic structure with, with other types of humans. But I'm saying the type of Admixture. You already have that in Africa with people who are like I, I could show you somebody from 23andMe who's 98% uh, Burundi, like Central African, and he has more Neanderthal variants than he could possibly get from that other 0.2%. 
Well, see, this is the thing. Um, <clears throat> if I follow you correctly, we have to be careful because when we're dealing with percentage, uh, the percentage results is only a result of, of an analysis of the nuclear DNA. That's the autosomal DNA. When people are talking about, uh, like you said, other percent and the Neanderthal and whatnot and, and so on, um, they those those percentages can tumble down within that autosomal um uh, nuclear DNA, but what you start off by saying when well, you were talking about haplogroups and things, you were talking about R, and then I believe you mentioned H, and so on and so forth. Those, those, you know, your DNA can tell at at the very least three different stories, and those three different stories are used together to paint a bigger picture. But I think sometimes we mix and match the different stories um, and exchange one for the other, and we get confused. Yeah, and part of it is there. It is a, a largely odd story because the ancestor to haplogroup R is extremely rare. Uh, I think it's found, I've seen it found in African-Americans and Europeans at like 0.2%. So I don't know how accurate that was. It was just one test. Wikipedia has a link where it's found in Negritos in, in the Philippines. And other than that, you don't find it. So I think it, it just may be that it's overtaken because of its location. And that's why I use double zero as an example, because it must have been, I would think, in an area where it was just isolated enough, a group of people that were in a part of Africa that, that wasn't as deep with people. Mm. And um, that's the model I'm talking about is, um, it is you have a lot more uh, lineages coming out of Africa. It's just they're overtaking each other. And another thing that I noticed is like with haplogroup C, because I showed that picture, how it's like a, a tiny bit in West Africa and a tiny bit in Tanzania. It's also found, it's not currently found in Europe, or at least not noted uh, with maybe a couple exceptions, rare exceptions. But the old Europeans that were found, like Lebronaman and Cheddarman at Haplogroup C. So that might be an example of what's happening in Africa, but in this case, it's happening in Europe, where you have an old lineage that just gets overtaken by successful populations, basically that know farming, know how to train that animal. And I would argue, like if I was really showing all the evidence for this line of thinking, I would go into the dogs and the cows. They're ancestral to Africa to some extent, more than at least what we typically hear when we hear every single dog came out of a, a gray wolf. Well, um, uh, okay. Yeah, I, I I would need you to kind of put something together and do uh, it. Yeah, you got me. Do you it, got do me it. Like, because yeah. because <laughs> I'm trying to follow you and 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 uh, uh you know outside of me trying to block that uh that troller and then and then <laughs> good job and then uh you only went off into a whole new scientific theory yo hold on yo yeah i was trying to follow what you were I saying you serious at this point and you i hard hold and, on let me and when you said r are you talking up. about the maternal r or paternal r? no uh paternal Okay, uh, and then, but but yeah, I, I think you had to present something because I, I, I wasn't able to um, follow you. And like I said, I was trying to get rid of that troll at the yeah, same time. It, 
But and that that's one thing I just want to jump in and say. That's the interesting thing about R, because like I was saying, the ancestor to R, the main population that it's found in in any type of frequency, are people in the Philippines. So the largest lineage in um Europe and a relatively large lineage in Central Africa and North Africa is only like the ancestor to it is only found in the Philippines. So see, I don't, I don't know where you, I'm trying to figure out where you're getting at. That's why I said you probably had to present something because um, the ancestor to R on the paternal side is P. It's P. Yeah, you know? P. P. Right. It's found in the Gritos in the Philippines, and I've I've seen one study where it's found in African Americans and European Americans at zero point two. Well, I don't get that because P, you know, P, that's the shorthand. So you, you know, you got. Um, because my paternal uh, line is P, and that's West Africa. Um, maternal or or you said you said paternal. paternal. You said paternal, right? Your paternal line is P. Yes, that's rare, and that's that's West Africa though. <laughs> that's rare though. <laughs> that it's, if that's West Africa, that's a, another example of something I haven't heard. You you teaching now? Well, <laughs> I well, I want to see that, man, because that. You should be able to wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I should be able to be. No, you should, but, because you can look at you up there with the Negritos. <laughs> putting me with the Negritos. No, wait a minute. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you in a hot second. I'm going to tell you in a hot second. But like I said, what I, what I would like to see you do is to put something together because, I, like I said, I, I'm, it's hard to follow what you're saying without you uh, demonstrating or, or showing something. And I'm listening to you. But I, I had to zone out to get rid of that troller, and I don't want you to start. I don't want you to start your build all over again. Um, yeah, I'm. Because, yeah, know. I would definitely. I, I'm working on something. Yeah. All right. Um, so yeah. So I, I'll just look forward to something that you you present, and then maybe I have some questions. But but from what I what I was getting from what you were saying, um, which which I probably should just wait until you present something. But I'm um, more. I'm more okay, okay, okay. In, I'm, in sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I, I, I miss, know you, you going after the troll. I miss. No, I, I misspoke though. I said I was P. I, I didn't mean the shorthand is not P. It's P two fifty two, but it's E P two fifty two. Oh, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, they 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 get really confusing on the way to R. Well, I mean, plus and plus, you got the shorthand and longhand uh, notations that that people different people use so you got the right. the long hand where people talk about e uh e1b1a e1b1b and all that kind of stuff but then you got the shorthand notations so like the equivalent like my paternal haplogroup is ep252 and that would be the short um the short way of them notating but it's an equivalent long uh a rendition of that but so when i said p252 i was i was thinking p but it's e p252 yeah. it's of the e um, so I'll, yeah, just want to correct that. So don't don't. Can don't, I ask a question? Don't don't stick me in the uh, in 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 in, 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 <laughs> in the uh, Philippines. Can I ask a question? Yo, Can yeah, I ask sure a question real quick. Mm -hmm. So when when they say the kid is ninety nine point nine 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 yours, right? Yeah, that means the most recent. So when they say the kid is ninety nine point nine 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 not yours, that means. That 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 point zero one that these abos is always saying, that's the only way I relate it, and it's so far down the line of lineage. It could have been like say six hundred years ago, y'all was related. Am I right in that type of assessment? Uh, yes and no, but because you know they say 
you know, when, 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 when we casually talk about these things, like we'll say something like uh, you receive 50 percent of your DNA from your father, 50 percent from your mother. But though, but 50 percent is not exactly 50 percent. And so, no, what, I, uh -huh. what I'm asking is, but they say the kid is 99 percent yours. Right. That means this kid is related to you the most recent. But when they say 99.999 not yours, that 0.01% is you're related, but it's so far down the line, it could have been like 600 years ago, meaning. No. meaning it's not a recent, it's not recent that you're related to this person. No, that's is not that, They okay. said it is 99.99% right. yours. And no, not yours. Like it is not. That's what it's saying. Then no matter exactly. what you think, you got a less than 1% chance of that not being yours. Pay challenge. Exactly. That's what it's saying. So that's what they're actually mixing up, is what I'm saying. They're mixing up that 1%. Term, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, this is that. I mean, come on, man. Like, No, no. Oh, I, I, you get different DNA markers. You don't get the exact same from your mother and your father. Well, no. No I, one's asking about the, the same. I'm saying um, the percentage is, is more so saying 99% is yours, but when it isn't yours, that that's when the 0.1%, that's what they're trying to highlight. And I'm thinking, this is what I'm thinking, that they're interpreting that, that 0.01% wrong. They're trying to make it as accurate, but it's not in the sense of saying that y'all are related frequently, more, more, more recent, more recently. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but this is the thing. What you're describing is not what the abos are using that for. They're they're talking. Okay. Yeah, they're not. They're not like you're. You're talking about something completely different than what they're using that for. The what? what I mean, when when they say point one or point oh one, they're not using it the way that you just said at all, okay. whatsoever. Okay. And and, oh, okay. and and what you said just now is true, but what they're saying has nothing to do with that. So. Oh. so in other words, in other words, your mitochondria, the mitochondria portion of your uh, DNA only represents a very small portion of your overall genome. And so mm. and so when you test for maternal lineage, you're you're testing this very small uh, portion of your DNA. So they're interpreting that as, OK, it's only point one or point oh one accurate. And they're completely wrong. They're they're, they're they're completely wrong about that. So what you're talking about is is the recent relationship between uh markers matching and so when they match 99.9 percent .9 of those markers they say okay that's definitely uh you know your child and if it's a 99.9 that that are no matches and then at point one that is a give or take uh like you just said uh because ultimately you know human beings can trace back you you get this bottlenecking uh, effect mm -hmm. the further back you go yeah. into, into history once you go see the autosomal testing is only good for five to seven generations and mm. once you go beyond five it depends on which company so the most is seven but the average is five so between five and seven generations it is so diluted that it becomes negligible you can't you can't it's not usable it's not usable information so that's what people have and, to understand and a generation is 25 years am i right uh in in years yes it's 25 years but when I, but when you speak generations you're talking about uh lines so from from you your parents will be one generation your grandparents will be another one re regardless of the age you know but but oh. in, in in years is is 25 years but when in, in uh genetic talk generations will be the the um the the line 
you know, uh, on your on your parental line, your grandparent line, your great grand, your twice grand great, and your three great, etc. Once you go back, so that's what. Yeah, once you so go that's back, five hundred years, roughly, roughly. Mm-hmm. See, so 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 the so you know on Facebook when you see people post up their percentage uh, from twenty three me or mm-hmm. or whatever, that's only one result. That's only the autosomal admixture results and and that's mm. only that's only recent uh ancestry that's that can like like i said that can only go back five to seven generations that's it mm. the the mm. what they call deep ancestry is when they when they test your um y and your and your mt dna your your mitochondria and your y dna that's when they could test uh deep ancestry when they could go back thousands of years oh got you got you Right, so that's now, so that's totally different. We don't have an estimation of the thousands of years, though. Do we have an approximate, around about figure, two thousand years, uh, twenty five hundred years? What? No, they could go. No, they could go back. Uh, well, see what they do. They go back to your most recent mutation, so they they don't have to go back mm-hmm. further than that. So let's say let's say for example, um, like for example, um, you the the maternal haplogroup you. And all of its sub subgroups come out of come ultimately out of L, and so if if your maternal haplogroup is you, they don't have to go back further than that. They could just say that you had a common ancestor with all the U's uh, at a certain point in time, and they could give the estimate estimate uh, years ago and and the geographical location. Hey, Wuja, put that number back in there again, yo. Huh? Put the number back in there again. Yeah, well, we got this troll, so I, I had I had blocked it. So you know, let it calm down for a second. This little kid, he about past bedtime. We'll, we'll, we'll put it back <laughs> in there. Thank, uh, thank you for the teacher, man. I I, I enjoy you guys, man, and um, thank you very much. I, I'll probably be linking with you guys shortly. Thank you, appreciate right, it. Right, no, no problem, no problem. You know, it's funny, Wuja. I remember we were talking earlier that. <clears throat> That nobody will deny the fact that you can get two different DNA companies and they and, and, and you take the DNA sample of your brother, right? Two brothers, a brother and a sister, and you take it and they'll come back and say, yes, that they, that person is related to you, that that would be your brother, right? No one's denying that. And so maybe it's, let's say you're 13 years older than your brother. So are they trying to say that that yes, they can do that when it's only 13 years apart, but as it gets farther apart, then they can't do it. They can't take the test. The test is not accurate. So, like, the test is accurate when it's your sister, but it's no longer accurate when it's your great-grandmother or your grandmother. Is that, you know what I'm saying? So won't nobody uh, uh, fight you on that? That, yeah, I took the test. They agree that that's possible for them to tell who your brother is and who your sister is. They, they no, one, no one disagrees. They say, but they can't go back a 1,000 years, so they can go back 13 years or two years, or one year, but they can't go back farther than that. So my question is, where's the scientific journal on that that actually purports that that's impossible to do? Well, they they make it up, and it's, it's made up from the misunderstanding of how all of these tests work, like what is actually being analyzed and what is being extracted from the data that, that was analyzed. See, a lot mm-hmm. of people a lot of people just don't understand it at all. You know, so you have three different major test results from the same. So if you get your DNA sequenced, 
um, at the very least, we can tell we can tell three different stories from your DNA. Mm-hmm. All right. And um, so we have three different stories. One story is your admixture story, which is the percentages. And what that is telling people is how what percentage of your DNA is shared by different genetic populations around the world. So when you see people, when you see people post up the percentage, uh, their percentages, it's saying that this is how much DNA you share with these people. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so if you, if you are 60%, let's say you are 75% um, West African, that means 75% of your DNA uh, matches with people in West Africa, uh, people with West Africa. But that mm-hmm. is your admixture or test result. Mm-hmm. And that can only go back five to seven uh, generations. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, to go deeper than that or further back in history than that, they test your paternal line and your maternal line. And the reason why is because these particular sets or, or segments of your DNA, they mutate much, much, much slower over longer periods of time. And mm-hmm. they're not a result of what's called recombination that takes place when your nuclear DNA passes on because the 23 chromosomes you get from your mother and the 23 that you get from your um, uh, father uh, adds up to 50% of each parent. You get 50% from each parent, but you do not get the same 50% among that spread out through your siblings. So um, Mm -hmm. if you have a a brother or a sister, uh, you got 50% from your mother and 50% from your father, but yeah. your but your brother or your sister also got fifty percent from each parent, but not the exact same fifty percent. Mm-hmm. And so and so, mm-hmm. what's included in that fifty percent may be excluded from the fifty percent you got. Facts. And so this is what makes up this this slight difference. So you become a unique, uh, genetically unique uh, uh, entity. Combination of traits. Exactly. Ha! So people have, so people have to understand. People have to understand that. So, but but that's only good and valuable enough back five to seven generations now if we want to go back further we had to test your paternal and uh, maternal lineage that could take us mm-hmm. back thousand years because and everybody connected to that though you feel me got a question would y'all yes free free what do you think about um freeze. The between snp and str hold on wait 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 freeze 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 that we're gonna take a quick break y'all open them lines back up hey man look got the boots Y'all see him. Hold on one second. Let me get it on the screen. Keep it up. Keep it up. Mm-hmm. Y'all go. Y'all already know what it is, man. RBGs, plain and simple. All right. Uh-huh. Huh. Here we go. So, so everybody, you know, organizations with boots, come holler at me, man. Gonna work a deal with you. Get them in bulk. You feel me? Much cheaper than going out spending with the Europeans. <laughs> Feel me? You know, you run everybody running around how about black power and you know go go support your your uh, go go support the cause. It's fighting against you. That don't make no sense, man. He's comfortable, all right, well put together. And y'all, man, come on, man. Done it again. Y'all get these on the Abju website. That's A B J U W E A R. Also go to amarasquad.org. I'm gonna put them up there. Yeah. There you go. Then that turns. Yeah, y'all do it for real. 
All right? So I ain't no need to spend that money. You know what I'm saying? You got gun clubs. I'm expecting everybody to wear boots to get these. I'd be highly disappointed if y'all didn't. I wouldn't understand it. Right? Uh, so, man, I just appreciate the support, man. Go ahead. Go to abgwear.com, man, and do that, man. Yep, drop the link, Sister Kyber. If you can. And so, let me see. They cut a little big, so like I wear a 10 and a half and, I, and I'm fitting a 10. Like a half size big. We got... We got sizes all the way up to 15. And they slick. Mm -hmm. So, yep. Another Negas shoe. So, y'all know we carry the Negas brand out uh, at you. And, man, I just appreciate all the support. All right? So, there you have it. Go ahead. Would y'all hold up the line? You can't hold up the line now? It's open. All right, put that put that that line back down there again so people can call in. All right. So what was Thanks. um brother was uh, about to ask something or say something. Forty two. I hey forty two. I'm trying to figure out. Oh what yeah, I was um asking if you're familiar with the differences between STR and S and P testing because I have some experience with it, but I'm sort of I'm also stuck. Like I, I have a, my understanding is is abbreviated. I think it's correct, but but it's that's all I have is a an abbreviated understanding that I'm not sure about. <laughs> oh, okay, well, I mean, what what like what like can you be more specific or what you, what's your understanding of it? My understanding is that STR <laughs> tests are about probably the best test for telling who you are, but they're really bad at telling who else you are. So it, it's basically what people share your genes and whoever has the most genes, that's who you are. And that that fits, it, it usually works, it might be better than S&P in that sense. But for a lot of people who are mixed or from like a really diverse region, like in Ethiopia or something, it, 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 um, it won't tell them like that they're Tigre and Aromo. Like it'll just say you're, you're one, whoever you have the most of. And and it might and won't split it off because a lot of people in uh like that region, this is just an example, they're related to people outside Africa. So it, it's gonna struggle with who you're mixed with. So that, that's the only um thing I, I know about. Maybe a little bit more, but that's that's the only thing I can speak about. Okay, well, um <laughs> I mean, it's it, you know. I mean, the difference is. I mean, the, as far as the companies, people can look into the companies and see what they're actually, um, what they're actually testing, you know, what they're uh, dealing with. So, like for example, we take Twenty Three and Me, they test the whole mitochondria, mitochondrial genome, and so they deal with uh, the single single uh, nucleotide polymorphisms. And so if you have the uh, and then in the in the name, you'll see the difference. So you have the uh, STR, I think, which stands for, um, if I'm not mistaken, the tandem uh, repeaters, the uh, short tandem repeaters. And so you have the single nucleotide polymorphism. So you have the, these changes in a single nucleotide and it could be many of them. So that's why they use the word poly. And so uh, 
testing for these two different things will give you different results. And so this is something that we all should become uh, familiar with so that we'll know the value of the information. Like, you know, if you get your uh, DNA sequence and then these companies are giving you these reports, a lot of people don't understand what they are actually holding in their hands or they're reading. And so, uh, so what these companies started to do was to go on campaigns to really educate people on their on their various websites and so on and so forth, or even in the package that they send you back or whatever. And so they try to bring people up to speed on to explain what these reports are saying and how valuable it is and what what the limitations are and, and all that good stuff. So, um, you know, if we deal with a specific company or a specific test, then that would be probably the best way to show the difference between uh, the SNPs and the STRs and everything. Uh, but in general, I mean, people could just look up uh, single poly, uh, single nucleotide polymorphisms and look up short tandem repeaters. And you, when you read about it, you'll see why they call it that and you see what it involves. But, but as far as how the companies deal with it, then you have to deal with the individual company and and see what they you know how what they make use of and everything but one one thing i mean even now you know that that gets into some some little fine detail but what people have to really just get a grips of is the three different the three different major uh stories that your dna can tell which is what these companies give and they're and they're confusing it they're confusing. And I know the Aboriginal Native American uh, proponents, they really confuse it. Um, and even when they use the Rick Kittle's uh, video and try to say, you know, 0.1 or 0.01 or whatever the case is, anybody looking at that, even the 60 Minutes um, host that actually, you know, was talking or commentating on that segment of 60 Minutes that uh, long ago, um, you could tell that she was confused uh, about it, and she confused it, and it's very misleading. But you wouldn't know that until you, you know, get understanding. I think we got another another person on the line. Video and try to say you know point one or point or whatever case is. Anybody looking at that? Hey, caller, we got we got uh, you from three one three. If you if you're there, uh, if you can hear me through here, you can you can mute your your um, YouTube side. And uh, the floor is yours. I ain't saying nothing. Get them boots. Go ahead, bro. Three one three. Hello. Yep, we can hear yeah. you. Oh, you can hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, how you doing, man? It's um Clark Con Jackson, calling from Michigan. What's right. good? Uh, yeah, by the way of Liberia. <laughs> Okay, so you in Liberia? Yeah, no, I'm actually here in Michigan. Um, uh, but I, I was <clears throat> I was actually born in Liberia. Oh, I got you. I got you by way of. I'm sorry. Yeah, I apologize for that. Uh, my question is, um, uh, I got uh, well. The first question is Upper Egypt. Uh, um, uh, no, uh, um, normal. It's from Upper Egypt, if I, if I'm not mistaken, right? That united both Upper and um, Lower Egypt. Am I kind of right or wrong? 
Yeah, he's he, he's from the south. He's he's attributed to uh, uniting upper and lower Kim. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, I always had I always had some battles with um <clears throat> with some cats on YouTube. They say Norma was Ashley from um like the Levant Middle East. They came down. They came down. Oh, into Africa. Yeah, I was yeah because I, I see the white um the white crown because I was looking. I said the white crown isn't this um usually um from the uh, uh, from upper, you know, cause if, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I always get kind of, I was I always get confused. And when I, when I, when I argue with them, when I have a conversation with them and I always, um, I, I'll ask, they say, well, the, um, the Nubian and, uh, um, that, uh, Egyptian, what do you want to call it? Or Kim, uh, uh, Kimite, um, they never, never agree with themselves. I said, but they, but they share similar deity. And I say, um, also, if I'm, I'm not really deep into it, but I, I kind of understand like the basic. Most of the gods in Egypt, I mean, the deities that represent uh, Egypt, if I'm not mistaken, don't they come from Nubia? Or maybe I'm wrong, like um, uh, Asar, I mean, um, had uh, rule. He, he isn't he from Nubia? Am, am I right? I'm mistaken for me. Okay, well let's let's slow down just a little bit. Uh, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, first, yeah. first we have to we have to have an understanding that the Egyptian deities, the Neturu, they're not real people. So yeah, exactly. So they don't. Yep. So they don't come from anywhere literally. Uh, so when people are saying when people are saying that they're they're talking about the concepts or the ideas that that these natural represent and whether the people brought them from elsewhere outside of geographical location known as Kemet. And so you do have some deities. You have to remember that Kemet in and of itself is an amalgamation of different African communities coming together and descending upon the Nile. So you have different migrations prior to the dynastic periods of, of Kemet, where people left the Sahara when it dried up and came over into the uh, Nile uh, and back and forth. You had that back and forth movement for a while until people became sedentary around the Nile and stayed there. So at the end of the, end of the day, even upon the, the unification of Kemet as a polity to become a country itself, prior to that, you had different uh, groups of people. Um, that, I need it. that were there we had different people uh, I mean you would think that people uh, children would be in bed by now it's crazy so um, I had somebody in the background I don't know what that is yeah that's um, alright there we go alright so okay. Um. so yeah so what I was saying is that um, so we have to understand that Kemet is an amalgamation of different African communities. All right. First. And so the concepts and these principles that became deities, what people call the deities and everything, uh, can't some of them come from outside a geographical location of what we would call Kemet. And so what you're calling Nubia mm -hmm. is not really Nubia. That's a misnomer. You have a, a, a location, mm -hmm. a location, because really, I'm, a, I'm a, mm -hmm. just this is for the listening audience real quick. Nubia is actually within Kemet. Okay. Any, okay. Anytime we are talking about Nubia, you're talking about at, at the very least two locations within the borders of Kemet. And these were called mm -hmm. gold, gold town. The word Nub means gold. 
And so two locations known today, popularly known as Ombos and Komombo, both of those cities okay. are in the borders of Kemet. And so okay. that's why I say Nubia is a misnomer. What people are really mm -hmm. are really talking about is the territory south of Kemet, which is called Ta Nahisi. So the, the, the okay. Nahisiu, um, so there are principles and deities that came from that region or came from the people of that region. So, so yeah, so I just want to kind of slow, slow it so you people get a, okay. a better uh, uh, picture of that. So, so you do have. So Tahisi mm. is where you find the, the, um, the, that candle, right? Uh, um, you with um, a on it. It's like, I think it was, um, no, instant, like an instant burn. That what you talking about? Uh, you have to be specific. I don't. I'm not sure what incense. Uh, I I think they say they found an incense burner. Um, incense. So I mean, like a candle. I don't know what it was. It, it showed that uh, um, uh, uh, Kim it was much older. I mean, it came from the south with this uh, founding of um, I think it was a candle uh, or, or it was it was a saw on on it on on um. I may be mistaken. You know what I'm saying? It was the burning incense, the burning candle, burn whatever. Um, <laughs> now you know I, what I'm talking about? Now I I think I know what you're talking about. I think I know what you you referring to. But I don't. I, it's not a sorry. You talking about there was a king, an enthroned king that's on there with the white, the hedge crown, the white crown. Head, uh, yes, you, yes, sir. That's what you're referring to. Yep. Okay, right. Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. I was asking. That's 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 the location. They um, is, is that we? Where's go to Aseti, right? Is that where they found that? That's all I was asking. Is that the location? I uh, that they found that um, uh, um, Haruk uh, of the king at that time, um, symbol that was on that uh, uh, on that candle, or I don't know. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? On that little. Uh, I believe I do. If you if you knew the name of it, then we could be specific. But I believe I know right. what you're talking about. If you're talking about the old artifact uh, where you have the enthroned king on it, and and it's pretty damaged, but you can you know they people have uh, reproduced it in terms of drawings and stuff. If you're talking about that, yes, yes, sir. Yep. Then yes, yes. So uh, you okay. you talking about the um uh but yes, but you're saying Tasetti. I didn't say Tasetti. I said Tanahisi. But but you do have Ta a Ta oh this. You do have okay. a Ta, you do have a Tasetti as well, and Tasetti would be the first, the southernmost gnome um, of Kemet itself. So Tasetti oh, okay. was a region, uh, the further south of uh, gnome. So again, you know, so so, and the reason why I'm bringing this up and I'm be, and I'm and I'm being kind of um, a, a stickler with it is because what people try to do today is they want to mm -hmm. pit they want to pit what they're calling Nubia and Kush against uh kemet not not as in an oppositional bad thing but they want to say mm -hmm. that uh kush and nubia is the uh, the parents or grandparents of kemet and then people want to focus on kush and nubia because there's a lot of focus on kemet but then when you actually go into kush and nubia and you and you compare the records between those regions and kemet kemet far surpasses that in terms of available attested data and artifacts and so on and so forth so so what people tend to do they tend to use that as an excuse not to study because if you if you want to study uh, Kush and Nubia there's not not much literature 
and documentation left behind that survived today to actually study. So it becomes an easier route, an easier thing. And then people start to speculate and make up things. And so it's okay. so to, to uh, eliminate that. If we become very, very detailed, what a lot of people are trying to do, they really can't do because what they think they're talking about is still talking about Kemet. That's why I say Nubia is really in Kemet. Nubians are really uh, Egyptians because Komombo and okay. Komombo is within the borders of Kemet. Even Ta Seti okay. is within the borders of Kemet. Okay, so, now, now. Hey, Wu, uh -uh. hey, we're at about two hours and something, yo. All right. We don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Okay, so yeah, this, this will be the last uh, call. So you, you had you had uh, one more thing to say. So we we're not gonna take any more new ones. But go ahead. Uh, yeah. Um, now, you know how European history, when you talk about the Vandals, you're talking about uh, um, so forth and so forth. Uh, uh, <clears throat> the Anglo and the Saxon, they never had a written script. Um, and um, I, I, I think I'm I'm, I'm right. I'm, I'm right about that. Right, pretty much. I'm not familiar with the, you said the Vandals. That's not the, my. I'm talking about any of the Germanic tribes. They, uh, we we don't have any record of their, uh, of of them having um, any kind of type uh, text or anything like that, right? No, the Romans, Romans had you know Romans was right. But the but the Romans ain't uh, Germanic people though, right? Yeah, they come from Germanic people. Oh, you, you, so you okay now? No, 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 they wasn't right. That, that's why they called them barbarians. They was, they yeah, that's what I'm saying. They say they used to be in the forest, butt naked, and so forth and so forth. So they didn't think they didn't they didn't think they they were uh, one of them or nothing like that. Pretty much, that's what I'm saying, right? Uh nah, 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 nah. They ain't think that. Just, just like the, the Twana Hoots, you don't think they come from the same place, but they but, but they do though. They, you know what I'm saying? If you ever look at the Vikings and all that, right? You know, you look at the Nordstroms, which is really the Vikings, and you look at the Danes and the Swedes, and all the wars they fought and all that. And they was basically tied together for real. But you know, like how okay. would you know that? The you know Romans I mean? were probably more ancestral to the Germans. Oh, okay. So are are they? So are they probably they kids from like ten thousand years ago, and they look down on them, not knowing their relationship, because they developed their idea of civilization separately. So, and at one point, the Germans were were behind the Romans significantly. So they they that was probably just a narrative theirs. They just looked down on them because they were so far behind. Right. Okay. 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 So, um, and and the Greeks are, are consider um um their um beginning stages, right? Uh, of um of uh being civil or being civilized, right? It started with the Greeks and it passed down to the Romans, then then to the Germanic tribe, pretty much, right? What do you mean by civilized, though? Um, uh, I I I'm so um when you uh well. I'm using their terminology because they saying that writing is part of being civilized. I'm not saying I'm not saying that would be considered. I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying their 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 meaning of being civilized is um, uh, uh, writing because I hear a lot of them, uh, especially in South Africa. It was a group. I forgot the name of the group, but these white boys saying that that the um, 
the Zulus can't be civilized because they don't have no writing scripts or nothing like that. They never had a written script. And um, and I was like, well, to myself, I'm like, your dramatic people never had a written script. It, you guys are using the Romans' written script to tell you got to tell your stories about uh, whatever the case may be. So you can't just blame it on the Zulus and say, well, you know, you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's not you. I mean, yeah. So I mean, what's civilized is what the way you treat your fellow man. You, you know what I'm saying? Pretty much. Yeah. You, know, mm -hmm. you have you, you govern the way you govern yourself. Right. Okay. Yep. You feel me? Because mm -hmm. then you can just start picking out Native American tribes. You can pick out uh, tribes in the Amazon and all that, and call them not civilized because they don't got a written script, script and all that. So, so, so right. You right. Question would be how civilized is it to drop a thermonuclear weapon on some people? Now, you're damn right. Twice. Yeah, you're right. How, how civilized yeah, right. is it to put people in an oven and kill them and use a pseudoscience like eugenics? How civilized is that? How civilized is it to enslave and, and capture people and put them in and put them in uh, housing projects and put them in, in all kind of cave? Like, is that civilized? Is that civilized? You're right about that. Right. But so I, we, I was just play the game all the way. How you how they want to play it? We could play it all right. the way now. Right, you're right. Hey, one more question before I get off the phone. Um, my grandmother, she's from the Va tribe, right? And um, I was, I was, re I was um, reading that um, the West Africa Va. Um, she was teaching me how to write in her Va, so-called um, text, and you know. And um, I was told that um, that Va script came from uh, the, uh, uh, there was a Native American guy who went away. <laughs> that went to Liberia, and he um and he married one of the um one of the um uh ruler daughter or something like that, and taught them how to write the Bob script. Do you have anything on that? No, I don't. But you could you could definitely refer to the Masis. They might the the Masi um all the way in, in East no. Africa. No, 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 no. West Africa. Oh, the Masi. Uh, oh, okay. It's a good question. Uh, Say that again. I said that'd be a good, great question for them, and I, and I know they're hearing your question right now. Yeah. Oh, the Masi. The Masi. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's what's up. He's talking about the Masi. The Masi clan warriors. Uh, the Masi clan warrior clan. Yo. Not not the actual Masi over in Africa. Yeah. Oh, he's talking about with some old buddy from uh, Harrogate, right? Uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, uh, we have uh Nahisi is is on is on now. He he's uh, probably can't unmute himself, but um Nahisi, brother Nahisi, we have brother Ben, uh, etc. So they they give presentations. Oh, on clan too. That's what I'm telling. You. They specialize in West African history. Okay, okay, understood. understood. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but I hope I hope you know I I was trying to get what you were asking because because earlier you know it sounded like you were uh saying some things but i didn't i didn't really hear a question earlier about the um when you mentioned namir and or namer and yeah um, yeah the um yeah the, the all right well the base of the the base of the um i was trying to uh, um um based on the question i was just trying to uh, um uh tell I was actually trying to tell these European guys who saying that 
um, you know, started in the Middle East and worked down. It's like, well, Norma, he had the white crown, and um, it, and the white crown symbolized uh, Upper Asia, which is like the southern, like so, you know, like the southern part. And I was like, if he yeah. came up, if he came up, I mean, if he came down south and united um, Upper, I mean, he, you know, he was united. That mean he's, you know, he he really coming from the heart of, you know. Of Africa, I mean, from that direction, they can't, you know, come up. Uh, that's what I was saying, and also they, they was also um, saying, well, then I was talking about the um, the um, the zoology of um, the animal they they um, they use, and I was saying that if you if you do um, a study and you find out the uh, the bamboo, uh, they, I mean, you you only can find that in like heart of Africa, like if you go to East Africa, I mean, if you go to um, Ethiopia, then you can probably find that at the tip of. I mean, I'm talking about the etymology of where they came from. Like the majority of them are found. Um, um, the bad bone, I, I forgot the name of it. Um, but it's, it's actually the location that that is that is uh, mostly found. It's not any. It's not in Egypt. You can't find that bad bone in Egypt. You go and find that. In the tip of um, uh, uh what's the what's the uh, oh, country um? Well, let me say this. All right, let me say no, this. not South Africa, not South Africa. Next to um, uh, um, uh, next to Ethiopia, like east of East Ethiopia, but at the tip. Um, Eritrea, huh? Eritrea, Uganda. No, Eritrea. No, no, no. When I say east, right? Uh, just pick. I know this. Uh, this Oh. There's Ethiopia, then at the horn is uh, is um Somalia, then um uh, uh, uh then the east of Somalia and then they're a different country. It's it's it's, 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 it's um yeah Somalia, Ethiopia, Eritrea, um and then area. you then it's another Arab country on the on the right, but at the tip, uh, Saudi Arabia. Is that Saudi Arabia? No, Saudi right? Arabia is, is huge, <laughs> but <laughs> but wait a minute. Yeah, but so, I'm talking about the. But hold up, but let's I'm talking about the tip. But, but, you think now nah, Yemen is still. Say that again. He's talking about Yemen. Yemen's on the tip. But Ye Yemen. Yeah, is I think that is Yemen. But no, Ye is that Yemen? Yemen is. Hold on, on I gotta look at the map. Yemen is on the other side of the if, Red, if it's Red like, Sea. If it's like the Asian equivalent of Somalia, but of it's still on the other side of the Red Sea. But listen, yeah. but this, this, I, I, I think I get your your point. So you're arguing with people who are trying to claim that the Egyptians uh, originate in the Middle we're East. We're white. Yeah, well, we're white. Right now, I'm gonna tell you. That is a that is a very old argument that has been refuted time and time again. Um, you know, okay. 1970s, uh, uh, Dr. Thea and, and Shekhan Diop, that was one of the issues that they addressed at the UNESCO uh, conference. Um, mm, okay. uh, so if you want to kind of get up to speed, you can start there with the uh, UNESCO, get get the different books. I believe it's in book. Uh, what is it? Book three uh, with the with a. Um, because it's a series of, of books, uh, document. I forget which particular book. Which one are you talking about? The UNESCO. You talking about the seventy four? Yeah, the seventy four conference, right? Uh, conference. There's a series of books. There's book one, two, three. I think one through six. Eight, nine. No, it ain't. It's well, it's the, it's the peopling of of uh, and and the uh, makeup of of. That's Egyptian. book one. Book one. Okay. Well, if you seek that out, 
read that, you know, get, uh, you know, fill your mind with that information. And then okay. there, there's a lot of other information that's used in, in several oh. different disciplines. You got linguistics, you got um, archaeology. So what is it? What about the baboon though? He's saying. Um, no, I was talking about what I was talking about. Uh, um, the, um, when you go to the afterlife, uh, what uh, underworld? Um, he's um, he's with um, he with um, Jehudi. Is that Jehudi? Um, the baboon. Um, I forgot the name of the name. Was it? Well, see, I, I was trying to help you out because it's it's not. It's that's what I'm saying. This that question. Because your whole your whole point is to argue against this uh, foreign uh, origin of the Egyptians that they're not African; they're from the either Middle East or or some European or some some uh, West Asian right. uh, people. And I'm saying that there's so many things that that will uh, refute that. You got you got linguistics that will refute it. You even have the writing system itself. You have the glyphs themselves. The glyphs themselves are made mm -hmm. up of of the natural flora and fauna that is only found in the Nile Valley corridor. So if people came from West Asia or Asia, you'll see tigers or some, or some other animals and plants within their repertoire of, of glyphs that they would use when they invented the writing system around 3320 BCE. So you have that, you have mm -hmm. the uh, language itself, the spoken language and its affinities and its genetic relationships to, um, to the uh, uh, languages within Africa. And then you have the literature itself to tell you the kingship kingship itself comes from the south so that white crown and the artifact that you're that i think you're talking about you're talking about the um the the artifact that they found in what they call in nubia but it's really at the edge of kemet and and sudan today it would be the edge of kemet and sudan today but it's a cemetery of older rulers there and so and, and, and on there is depicted what you're saying if you were talking about the same thing it's depicted the white crown or the hedge crown of um, right that was used in upper kemet which is south on our maps today but in upper kemet so if kingship okay. comes from the south um you know all these different things can be used to to kind of refute that but it but you know there's books that actually refute it so you you know that will help you out uh, in the argument but to, right but but when you stand in there talking to someone it's uh mm -hmm. you know it's but so much that you could say and and then they, they're gonna have something to say or whatever the case is but a lot of that argument has been uh pretty much put to rest um at this point you oh, have, okay you have straggler people who want to still um push that and you have to remember that there was a racial uh motivation behind that originally because when egyptology was born in the uh, early 1800s you have uh slavery going on and so when the Europeans were coming out of their Renaissance and they were rediscovering uh, their their Greek heritage and Roman heritage, they saw that the Greeks and Romans gave a lot of uh, homage and praises to Egypt. So then they focused on Egypt and it was a race to find out the secrets of Egypt and how they did what they did, how they built what they built and the secrets of the universe and whatever. And so when they started to uh, to excavate and to research in Egypt, they found such marvelous uh, things that they could not let Africans know that they were Africans, that the Egyptians were Africans, that Africans were responsible for that because it, it would be counter, it would be stupid on their part to let the people that they're trying to enslave and call barbarians and call, you know, primitive people don't know any better and wild savages to say, hey, look what you did over there in East Africa and you built this and you built that. And matter of fact, our forefathers give you homage. So they couldn't do that. So they had to rule out 
that Egypt was an African entity. And so this is something that Sheikh Under Diop and Dr. Teofalo Benga uh, officially and formally pushed back on at that uh, UNESCO conference. So, so just to kind of bring you up um, on that. Oh, so, okay. so that that's where that motivation comes from. You still have authors today, like like matter of fact, uh, Mustafa Godala, uh, I believe that's his okay. name. Uh, he wrote a book. Um, I may be pronouncing his name wrong, but Mustafa Godala uh, wrote a book. And if you, uh, I have it somewhere. But if you actually look in his book. Uh, and that's a modern book, and a lot of people use it. A lot of people today use it. But even on the early pages, I think the first 15 pages or 19 so pages, he says that the uh, origins of of the Egyptians are Caucasians, which, mm. is, which, is, which is crazy. And a lot of people in the uh, African-American community and Afro, uh, even Afro African-centered uh, teachers or whatever will use his works, not knowing that that's, in, that that's his position. And that's what he wrote in his book. So, so, you know, it, we have to be careful, but, but, you know, just give you a few things to kind of, um, put your eyes on. So you'd be equipped to have these conversations with whoever you, you're debating with. Could I okay. Say, um, uh, before I get off, uh, the general contract act at, at it again with you and, um, Sarnetta and, um, uh, and, uh, Amos, uh, I mean, um, Shaka Amos, he's on, he, <laughs> I said he throwing he throwing some shots he throwing shots at you uh, uh you guys man uh, um on his channel. What do you say? Well, he 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 was he was actually um attacking um the um the set um the um uh, what's that the demonic um the the, the um, what's the name of that it was the um, statue of what it show you the uh, demonic and the um. And the uh, Greek writing, but on top is supposedly was that a, was supposedly. That a stone? Was that a stone? Rosetta stone. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, the Rosetta stone. Damn, and he was saying that uh, the um, the the writing, the carving, is not deep enough. I mean, it's just it's just laying there. He, he says it's, it's a fake. He calling it a fake, and um. And he was going over. He was going over side net and um, and Amos Shaka Amos stating he say something. I, I don't know what he say. He say something bad about you. But he the only thing I can remember was he was talking about Sarnetta and Shaka uh, Amos. Uh, it was a, it was a picture of um, of this guy having the same haircut. It was a cartoon figure like of of of, um, of um, Shaka. With the, with the ponytail, and it was a it was another it was a supposed another Egyptian guy giving the dude head, and he said that's Sarnetta, <laughs> that's Sarnetta, and Shaka uh, almost doing gay gay thing or whatever the case may be. But yeah, he's at it again. He throwing he he's saying that uh, the me, the metal net has not been you know decipher, and uh, you guys are doing your ancestor wrong by saying that you listen to white European. He going hard on it, you know. Saying he going hard one. on it. That's some old shit. That's a yeah, no, no. This is a brand new one. He been throwing some old videos, uh, but he, but uh, I, I forgot the name of. But yeah, that's a new video. This ain't the this this ain't um something um something old. But he been he he on his channel now. He got a lot of uh, I don't know uh, him and um uh, uh Sarnetta agreed for him to um grab some of. The, some some of the videos that was on 
starting that old channel and shit like that. But he got some of them posted on his channel. But his new his new thing when he's talking about it's uh about you guys is brand new. Uh, I could tell you real quick which one. Okay, let me let, let me just say going? something. I'm gonna say something real quick. The book that you see on the screen right now that everybody can see right there, this is the book that got Seti shook. Seti cannot refute this book. We wrote this book prior to the so-called debate that was supposed to go down between Seti and Young Pharaoh and the Amara squad uh, about that particular subject of the uh, Metonetra not being deciphered. We wrote this book prior to that event. And this book to this very day can't nobody refute it. And, and I'll, I will tell Seti to put some money down if he can refute this book. So we wrote this book and this is the book that got him shook. So he could talk all he want to around it. But he cannot refute anything in this book because Seti and Young Pharaoh get their information or they're repeating what Professor Walter Williams put in his book. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, yeah. The uh, the or the um, I believe it's the African origin or historical origins of Christianity. And he did one about, about Islam in the appendix of those right. books is what Professor Walter Williams made some certain claims. So we uh, go through those claims step by step. And we did this book in, in uh, part one and part two. Part one is educating people on how the writing system works and how it maps to the language. And then in part two, we go step by step, point for point on all of the claims that are being made. Every single thing that Seti says has already been taken care of. So he's rehashing old okay. things, rehashing old things. And, you know, it's really irrelevant at, the, at, at this point. Until, until somebody can address this book. The name of the video is called False Teaching of the Metal Matter. Part one, Seti and Young Pharaoh. It's a brand new one. That's the name of it. Just, don't don't anybody watch it. Offer them. Ignore them. They're right now. They're irrelevant. Exactly. That's what so I'm saying. Because because it sounds fishing for ignorance. It sounds it sounds like out online to catch people who are gullible. And one way you can tell that it's BS is they're constantly referencing stuff that would only be known if it was deciphered in the <laughs> same video, constantly. In and, the same and, video uh, where they're saying that it's not deciphered. So if you're smart enough to pick up on that, the only thing you can really offer them is to say, hey, blah, blah, blah. And it, but what they'll do is they'll ban you, and then you you have the whole cult thing going on. And that's just what we've become. We got some tribal cult leaders, like, you know, like with, it's the fallout of a war or something. Yeah, and I just want to say uh, again, uh, the, the video, even though you're saying it's a new video, it's actually. Uh, uh, old um, oh, information. Okay. It's old. Okay. He re recently probably put it back up because you know I think his his channel. He has some issues with his channel, whatever the case is. But my my whole point is that um, all of those things were already addressed, and that's why we put it in the book okay. format so that we won't have to keep uh, keep rehashing these things over and over again. So check this out, man. I so, might go so watch it just to get remad again because anytime <laughs> like catching them wild ass cones, I, I absolutely will. I'll just get a, I'll get a whim and I'll make a video. Right. Yeah, because, you know, it, 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 it's total ignorance, right? Permanent. Mm. Okay, he's teaching ignorance. He, he comes from the level, right? He's been around the level and he turned to charlatanism. He's a charlatan in our community, both of them. Plain and simple. Now they want to teach African spirituality, you know what I'm saying? How are you going to teach the African spirituality? You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't even know. You like, how, how are you going to talk about metanation? It's not deep enough. Where's that at? Who told you that? Who told you that there's a certain uh, 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 inch 
that the Melanesia had to be inscribed inside it. Like, really, where's this coming from? That's how you know it ain't real. Like, say anything at this point. That's what it is. Say anything out your mouth. Anything. Say anything and see the mark of a coward is someone who had the chance to back up everything they saying but decided to run and just keep talking without facing the person that they should have said it against. See, yeah. he'll go down in history as a coward. Both of them. Cowards. Right? Plain and simple. So when you see the word coward, put their two pictures there. They're cowards. Plain and simple, bro. Um, Yeah, I just wanted to kind of uh, show that. But yeah, brother, you, you might... You may be you know you you feel that maybe a new video but it's an old video so really really all that all of that's irrelevant and i suggest people get the book you'll, you'll benefit from getting this book and you'll be able you'll okay. be equipped yourself matter of fact i suggest you get it and when you read it you, you'll you'll realize how real silly all of the, the arguments are and just to give you a quick example right you know that um professor walter williams and those two brothers they they will ask a question put it out there and say well how do you put sounds to symbols and right. and you don't have to be a linguist. You don't even have to know Metonetra or be even be interested in it to f see how ridiculous that is. Because if you speak English and you write English, then the same question can be asked about the English alphabet. We have 26 letters in the English alphabet, which are symbols. So how and why or how did sounds get assigned to those then? Right. Like 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 the B, the B, the letter B, capital or lowercase B. How did a sign? How did a sound get assigned to that? I mean, so that's how. That's just how silly it is. Um, you know, that, mm. to say that you can't put sounds to symbols, and that's exactly what a writing system is. A writing system is the visual representation of speech. And so, right, just, right. just just real quick, let me ask you a question. I'm, I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do a test with you real quick. Um, mm -hmm. How many vowels are in the English uh, language? Hello. Yeah, how many vowels are in the English language? Uh, I would say uh, I, it was an A E I O U five. No, no, go ahead. I, I, I didn't hear you. Say it again. A E I E A A E I O U. Okay. So if you okay, so it's five. Okay, and then sometimes why they say they say they say a e i o u and sometimes why right? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Now, now I do this all the time. So so by me doing this and everybody can hear it, then then when I when I try to test somebody else, they probably gonna be hip to it. But anyway, so uh, they say five or six uh, six in the English language. Now this is what I want you to do. I want you. I'm gonna spell. I'm gonna spell something and I want you to pronounce it. Uh, pronounce uh, pronounce this word. F A T. Fat. Okay. Now pronounce. Okay. Now pronounce this word. F A T E. Fate. Okay. Now pronounce this word. F A T H E R. We'll say again. F A. F A T H E R. Father. Okay. Now let's now say say those words again. But but now I want you to emphasize the the A because you said A was one of the vowels. So so yeah. So F A T, pronounce it again. F A T is fat. All right, so it's ah. That the the a the a has an ah sound, right? Fat. Ah, yeah. Right. Now now say F A T E. 
Say A. Now, now the, a, yeah, the A the A has an A sound. For eight. Right. For eight. Now pronounce uh F A T H E R. Oh, got the fa uh, father. Okay. Father. Now I want you to note that those are three distinct different vowel sounds. Mm -hmm. Correct? But they Correct. all but they all use the same character or the same symbol to write it. So so okay. you understand that? Yeah. So you have a, a, and a that are di distinct sounds, but they use the same exact symbol to when you write it. Now, right. when I when I ask you the question, how many vowels are in the English language? It is wrong to say five or six. There's actually 20 vowels in the English language, but there's only five or six characters that are used to represent those 20. So it's information mm -hmm. like this that SETI, Farrell, or Professor Williams, anybody who thinks like them and, and um, supports that, that they don't understand. And so a lot of people make these claims out of ignorance. And it takes people that, you know, that put in the study to educate these people. So that's, that's why I wanted to do this example with you so that people, even people listening, can see that there's a lot more to it than this that people people have to know. So a lot of people make these claims out of ignorance. So I just want to uh, uh, use that as an example. So remember, a a and ah are three different vowel sounds, but they use the same symbol. And so this is how how sounds can get mapped to a writing system mm -hmm. or to characters. All right. So I just want to make sure everybody understands that. And Good got, teaching, man. I really appreciate. Good teaching. But anyway, it's 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 we we've been gone way beyond the two hour mark, and I know. Uh, you did it on purpose. I tried to stop you an hour ago. You wouldn't do it. How I stopped an hour ago when you you asked the brother about about the uh, baboon. It was more about the baboon and everything. So <laughs> you got, I, hey, I appreciate you, I appreciate you guys giving. I appreciate you guys answering my call. Yo, I was um actually I fell asleep. Because uh, you know how you guys were saying it's going two minutes, two hours before the show starts. So I was waiting. I'm like, damn. And I was waiting for when it got to 35 minutes and I fell asleep. I got up. I'm like, damn. Let me go rush and ask my little question. And sure enough, you know, you got, yeah, I, yeah I'm kind of happy you guys answered my call, though. But, I, you know, sorry for, you know, calling too late. <laughs> no, nah, you ain't late. We got like three more wells on here. You good, uh, bro. Appreciate it. Oh, I just wanted to sign off but before I sign off. No, 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 42. Wait, wait. No, no, hold on, 42. No, you don't. You ain't going to run out of game. Hey, well, we I wanted to just one, say something to the call. 321. Where you at, 321? Where you at? Hey, 321, you unmuted if you had if you had a comment. Question. Hello, comment. can you hear me? Yep, yep. Okay. What's your question? Oh, okay. How y'all doing? All right, good, um, good, good. I really like that explanation you gave about the vowels. That is uh that's fantastic insight. Um Yeah, because there, there's there's a difference <laughs> there's a difference between yeah. vowel sounds, the sounds. The phonology of a language is, is something that people need to become a little bit more familiar with. And it's distinct sounds, even though it's the same character, because I, I even see somebody in the chat say it don't mean uh, more more sounds or whatever. These are distinct vowel sounds and um, and they use the same character to write it because of the closeness of, of the sounds. And so it's only five to six characters that are used in the English language, in the English writing system, which is really from Latin script uh, to represent these different sounds. 
But go ahead. I was, I was just making it clear. It's, uh, no, it's really, uh, it really shows that the way you can open up and think about things. And uh, I think that that's really good, encouraging people to think a little bit harder or a little bit more on things that are just right in front of them. Um, my eyes got opened a little bit ago to this, uh, you know, the, the whole thing about ideologies and belief systems and that, you know, you don't have to subscribe to just, you know, one way of thinking. And uh, for the longest time, that's just how I, how I just came up, that just, you think about things a certain, just one way. And uh, just, just hearing you say that is just another example of you can think about things in another way and truly appreciate it from all kinds of angles. Do you think that, do you think that there are certain uh, either religious groups or ideologies that just get a free pass when it comes to uh, things that you know need need to be changed or just shouldn't be practiced but they just continue on anyway and nobody nobody says nothing about it uh well it kind of depends on um the company you keep because you know if you live in the bible belt uh then a lot of people are influenced by the bible and sometimes people don't feel like you know in the day-to-day -day living you don't feel like having an argument and debate with people every day so sometimes you just you just have this unwritten rule that you that you agree to disagree as people would say or you know you know how you have family members that that don't believe as you believe or or they or whatever and and you go to the house and you have family reunions as long as they don't bring up the topic of religion or their beliefs every, yeah everything is all good yeah. and then some people you just let them yeah. have it you know uh so to that to that uh sense it it that what you just described does happen but you know that has to I, change go ahead i feel like i feel like there's certain there's certain uh cults that kind of you know pass themselves off as like mainstream religions that people People, I think people by and large give a little bit more on their tolerance level if you hear them say there are certain religions. Mm -hmm. But, you know what I mean? Like, you just give a little bit. Just give them that. Oh, don't worry. They, they that. So you can just give them that. But when it's, when it's family and stuff, I feel like that should, sort of, that should supersede uh, that should supersede your ideologies or whatever. If your religion is telling you that you need to cut off family, they don't think the way you think, you know, I feel like that should be a warning bell for you to go, you know what? <laughs> I don't know about, I don't know that I should, I should do that. Why am I cutting off my blood and the people that care about me for your people and what, you know what I mean? To help y'all out. I just don't understand that people can just do that. It's called you know it's called religion. It's called, it's, called, it's, called, it's called religion and cult-like behavior. Okay. And so you know that. Well, it ain't, well, it ain't right. That past you talked about. Right. Yeah, that past you talked about. They really don't get a pass because nature don't give passes. Mm. Well, how, tell, me, tell, me, tell me how. Tell me how uh, people can just you go up to a bus stop and you see them people with the magazines. And they got their cart there or whatever, and they got the magazine. They just sit there, right? They sit there all day. You don't know that that, that lady or that man hadn't talked to their son in about 15 years because they just don't, they don't do, they don't want to do that religion 
right? And he don't know what's going on in his in the next generation's family life. You know what I mean? Because they can cut it off. Because that's what the, that's what their religion. Yeah, that's is. why they call it a cult, though. Right. Well, it, they over here in trying to get people to get into that, and all that seems to do is break up families and cause all this drama. But they out there doing that. I don't know, man. I just, I. It's like. But you like said, why they get a shake. pass, yeah, though? I feel like you just want to shake somebody. You know what I mean? So, yeah, hey, you know, what are doing? Yeah, then you'll be like a cult if you start doing that. You can't shake people, man. So watch this. So I, I, I'm i saying you think they get, no one gets a pass in nature. So so, so, so the fact of the matter that, that you have allowed your family to be broken apart based off your beliefs, then that's consequences to that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You, won't, you won't be around your children raising them. Or... You know what I'm saying? You won't be around your mother or your father. Your I brother. feel like I you feel like it's, it's more than just, dude. I I feel like it's more than just, you know. Oh, you're missing out on family because there's other beliefs that these people have. Like like there's people dying every day in the hospital because they don't want to. They don't want to do what the doctors tell them to do. Oh, that don't that don't flow with what they said. I'm allowed to do. I can't do. You can't do that procedure on me. You know you're gonna die, right? Oh well, you know, I'm gonna just be in paradise when that when I die because I'm not gonna. You got people that's that care choice. about you over here. You know what I'm saying? No, they making them decisions for these that's little kids. That's your choice, though. No that's, your, that's your choice as a human. No, I'm saying like, check this out. You got a 12 year old kid sitting in the hospital talking about they need this blood transplant or whatever it is, I'm, and the I'm parent making the call for them talking about something. Well, we that's not that's part of our. That's their choice. Their children, but that kid got a life too. You mean tell me he can't? You know, I don't think it's right. I just don't think it's well, right over here. I'm just saying. I, I mean, well, shit, what's right, what's wrong? We'll make a, another whole world, right? Huh? I said, what's right and what's wrong is on is relative, meaning that right and wrong ain't no right and wrong. It's just consequences. Yeah. Hmm. Consequences. Yeah, it's just consequences. Okay. What's the consequences of that decision? You might lose your child. That's the consequence. Was they right or was they wrong? To them, they would say, man, they son going to glory. <laughs> yeah, you, I'm just telling you. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, you can't be tripping out on that. You got to let everybody make their choice, make their decision. And so that's why we educate around here as not to put people in those vicarious positions when they decide not to be with their family based off of a biblical uh, uh, white boy teaching. Because when you deal with uh, Charles Taz Russell, Jehovah's Witnesses, right? yeah. dealing with that type of yeah. mindset, the question is, us with the proper history, why don't we have a band of people to go around and knock on doors and give them real, real material on science and technology and real history? See, that's the real point. Right. See, what's the right. joke? You know, I've been trying to put that together for years. But what's the joke in wow. that? You need funding. Things got to be right. Then you get people to come into community, misappropriate funds and monies, and just it's a bunch of a, a bunch of folly. And so to actually let your kid die in the hospital is a bunch of folly. To come in and take money from the community is a bunch of folly. The whole community yeah. has turned into a segmented cult. You know what I'm saying? Where there's charismatic leaders all around us, right? Charlatans, misinformation. And when you come with the real information, 
the information that will help you compete on the world stage, the level, which is the level, the competition on the world stage, right? Man, that shit becomes, it's like you're giving uh, uh, pearls to swine. They laugh mm. at you. They throw tomatoes at you. Oh, the Amaral squad teach white boy science. And then try to defeat it with ignorant white people information. Yeah, like, you, is that somebody talking or somebody doing a thing, Buja? Nah, nah, we got oh, rid of the, uh, we got rid of the troll. I think somebody unmuted. We got a background noise. Go ahead, keep going. So yeah, let, let's let's just go to another caller while we on here, man. But you know, what I mean, that is right. what, you know, only education can stop our community from going down there, and then you still go people in call. All right, three one three. Thank you, thank you for your time. Thank you guys for your time. Thank you, brother. Three one three. Your line is open. What's good? I want no sleep. I want no sleep. Enterprise to uh to come in. He said he said that the vile demonstration was pseudo. All right, man. He's just retarded, <laughs> man. Some people just not gonna get it, man. I mean that that I mean I don't know how crystal clear that you can make it. Yeah, I know. Three one three. Where you at? Three one three. Hold up, make sure that um it's not muted. So three one three, your line is open. If you uh so maybe going to somebody else. Who's uh three eight six? Oh, it is three one three. Go ahead. Can't hear you. Yeah, we can't hear you. Yeah, you're unmuted, but we can't hear you. Uh, now you know if you're in here, you could type. You could type if you had a you know a short question, whatever. You could type it over on the side if you hit the chat part. If you even on your phone, just just um, you'll see a little icon say so you could chat. You could type it in. So let us know. But we're gonna go go on to somebody else. So we have a uh, three eight six, three eight six. I'm about to unmute you. Uh, so you're unmuted. I don't know if you have a question or comment, but you're unmuted. Peace and Black African power. I just got statements. This is Joanna Zachary from Jackson, um, Daytona Beach, Florida. And um, <laughs> I just wanted to let people know that it's not hard to seek out information. Um, if you got to start with Google, Google. If you have a question, put in the Google and go find out. And then go from the references there. If you don't have books, if um, that's too hard for you, then follow people who have great scholarship like Waju and Ankh, Amaraswa, Masi Warrior Clan. And they have archives of information and videos that you can follow that will answer all these questions because we be going in circles. And the reason why I say this, because um, I get a lot of flack from people like, why you deal with that debate? Oh, that's, that's not necessary. Some of it is necessary. It's necessary to get our minds right so we can move right. You know, we can't be d divisive on this Abo thing, on the religion thing, like... If you believe in African centeredness, if you believe in an African ideology, then that's what it is. Learn as much as we can about that as we progress and learn more about other cultures, other things, our culture. But, you know, um, scientific theory is fact. And, you know, for now, until things change and understand that. And as I've been taught, us as a people, we're not going to move further. We're not going to evolve if we don't get with STEM. And that means science technology, engineering, and mathematics, which Africans are the progenitors of those disciplines. And that's all I really have to say. We just got to, you know, 
seek knowledge and seek truth and knowledge and, um, you know, do better. With that, take what you know and go into your own communities and do something with it. Um, I'm going to be learning the sesh um, metanature because I want to be able to teach that in uh, our summer and after school programs for youth so we can start early. Uh, a lot of the issues that we're having, like when we're commenting and saying people are slow and whatnot, well, that just goes to show the, um, how can I say, uh, <laughs> my apologies, that goes to show what our school system is about. So that's why I'm a constant advocate of African-centered homeschooling. And the majority of the people that I follow on Facebook or I'm friends with are into that in some type of way because, you know, African homeschooling, education is our liberation. At least that's what it's going to be. And we want to combat some of this pseudo mess. And we want to combat some of this misinformation. It will have to start early. If we want to um, see our children have a better grasp on genetics and technology and the scientific method, it's got to start earlier. So um, that's all I really have to say to the chat. It's always a pleasure to learn from great minds uh, who are meticulous, who are accurate, and who are about truth and fact. So, you know, once uh, someone um, touches me with energy that they're on that level, I just follow them. Um, any Hirad Kalafani, Sean, like um, I met him through uh, Chief X. And it's like every time I met another person, I met another person. I follow people who are about um, intellect. I follow people who are about proper information and proper message. And, um, you know, if you fell off, then, you know, get back up, pick up a book and, you know, just retrain, uh, re-educate yourself. It's okay. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what we got to do. So. That's all I really have to say. Don't forget, besides uh, us being on Facebook, let's do some, uh, and, and on these live chats, make sure that you're going out doing work in the community, which lots of us do. So I also, hey, when people say, oh, y'all can debate and do all this, but y'all don't do nothing in the community, man, go go to these people's pages. You know, um, Sean does a lot. Waju does a lot. Um, they do stuff. Garfield does stuff. So don't think that these people are just on here just to show their face and get likes. Like, they actually care about our progression, our liberation. And this was sort of, this what this is what it's about. And uh, this is like family. And that's who I follow because that's what I'm going to be pushing where I'm at. I'm in Daytona Beach, Florida, and that's what I push. Everybody here know me. Uh, Black Power Link Up is what I do. I try to link up with anybody in this state so we can get it going here. And then we do it bigger and bigger and bigger. But it's steps to it. And it's a method to it. And we just got to get on page to do that. Yeah. So, um, What's your name again, sis? Julanda. I know I sound like a white girl, but I'm geeky as a motherfucker. I already know I put my disclaimer in that chat earlier. So uh, y'all don't don't play with it. See, the thing is, my granny was born in 1918 from Georgia. Uh, she was from Georgia. Her parents were from, from South Carolina. I've always been told that we were Geechee. I've always been told that we were African. Um, but we had this discussion before, like, especially in Florida, a lot of, and this is the reason why a lot of people try to identify with being Indian, because anything outside of African was more acceptable. You get what I'm saying? And to be Geechee and to have, like, that language impediment was always deemed negative. Like, my grandmother couldn't say certain things. Like, she used to say electricity and you know, lots of different things. So um, as I grew up and I was raised in Daytona, Miami, so I was raised a lot around Caribbean folk. See, everybody think I'm Caribbean or from New York. I'm Southern Geechee on my life in Florida. But she was also trained us to speak very proper or very white because she didn't want us socially judged and, and be claimed ignorant because, you know, we are dark people, but very proud of our Africanness. Like, 
that's why I, I, I get on people when they try to tell me that Geechee ain't African and stuff like that. It's pure fuckery and I am not with it. So, you know, I ride hard. I'm unapologetically black. I'm unapologetically African. And if you see me, I'm a black woman. But, you know, my diction sounds as so, you know, we could switch it up. And I can throw in an English accent and whatnot. So it is what it is. But peace and black African power. I love you to you all. Abibi Fahodie, I love you all. And thank you for having me. I'm out. All right, man. Listen, she said a mouthful. You, any, any t- anytime you shut uh, MC Iron Lung up. Hold up. This, you got this troll coming back and forth. Yeah, I like to go down to Florida. Them. If you get together about ten people, I come down to Florida. Yeah, I was gonna ask the sister. She she uh, got off too quick. I was gonna ask her if she planned on coming to Georgia because that's the kind of energy you know um, that you know we we need to uh, corral behind and 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 let that be contagious. You know, I'm still here. Oh, okay, I'm still good. here. I ain't going nowhere. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You, I, you, okay, so here's the thing. It. Also, um, Black Power Link Up. I'm very um, passionate about that. I use that a lot on my Facebook hashtags. Like when I see one positive thing being good, and I know that people can connect. That's how I've been doing it. Um, I've actually had some success in that. I'm gonna expound a little bit. Let me share, but I'll be kind of quick. So um, here in Daytona, a young man named Roll Black. Um, he posted something on Facebook about a year and a half, almost two years, and it happened to be at one of my favorite vegan restaurants, and it was called Negus for Attitude. Well, here in Daytona, Ormond Beach, check it out, also home of the Timucuan Indians and whatnot. Like, I literally lived on top of Indian burial mound. So, um, you know, I have a lot of knowledge about that. But um, if, I was like, damn, this is at Carol Cafe, which is a black-owned business. Let me go see what this brother's about. Because I don't hear people, you know, use that word negus and, and stuff like that. You know, um, I've been this way as uh, aware and African-centered all of my life. And it got, it got worse or better, however you want to put it, when I went to FSU. And only took black professors like Naeem Akbar, um, the Akhet Center there, um, Dr. William Jones. He had a lot to do with um, that uh, systematic, uh, systemic race definition or whatnot. But anywho, when I went to this meeting for this young guy, and then he was like 23, I'm older. I'm not going to tell people how old I am, but I graduated from college in um, 1999. But I was like blown away because this was a young mind. And he was doing something I hadn't seen in the area. We started an organization. We changed the name from Nikos Attitude because, you know, this is good old, you know what I'm saying, crack territory. And we knew that wouldn't fly. Um, We tried to be grassroots. We knew that wouldn't fly. So we went ahead and got the 501c3, but in order to get donations and try to do things right, because as we know, um, black people do support, but it's hard to get us to do that. And we want to do work and work takes money. And, you know, I ain't got it yet. I'm still working. Um, Garfield better put me on so we can get a calling center down here, but we'll talk about that later. But when we started Community Healing Project, we started as a grassroots, hands-on organization where we go out to people. Um... So with that, just a lot of things from golf, which Black Power Link Up. So I started looking on Facebook to see who was doing what when the hurricanes came. Uh, hurricanes came, especially hitting Houston. Immediately, uh, I touched a, a, a woman, Pat Hilson, who uh, I, was, really, was really good friends with Dr. C. That's how I know this woman. Um, and she hooked me up with um, National Black United Front, um, Malik down there in Houston, uh, and a couple of other organizations, which was awesome. 
And within that time span, I met up with um, Fort Worth RBG with Ricky Ross and the Hoover Academy, which is awesome. So we got to deliver water to them. Then we did our first annual Malcolm X Day here uh, this summer here in Daytona, never done before. Those same people came and returned the favor. Um, when Queasy came here, had some comrades down, down in Florida, South Florida, um, that gave me a link up with a gentleman that's in Pittsburgh, uh, Bruce Barnes, who, who, who's over the SSU site. So continuously, I will follow and follow the scholarship. And then I found you all. And I was like, I found home. But again, it's about that link up. So I link up everybody together so we can do this work. Because at the end of the day, we can talk. But when we get our minds right, then we just got to get out and do this work. And it don't got to be much. It's not like I'm out every day training children. I'm not a teacher. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a natural teacher. I'm, I'm, you know, that's what I do. I like, I've always mentored children, even when I was a child. That's always been my nature to lead us, you know. Um, so these, these are the things that I'm doing. Like, whatever you can do, do it. That is positive and advantageous for us black people, you know. Um, that's all I'm saying. And we, and that's what I'm here for. That's what I live for. This is my endless job. I left corporate America to work for small black businesses. I don't make much, but it's not about what I'm making is what I'm building for the future. And I also want to lead by example to say, you know, we can do it. We can support black businesses. We can work for black people. We can be successful. We can grow our business. And when we get the economics down and we start these infrastructures, we get these schools because, again, our liberation is an African-centered education. Nothing else. Nothing else. That's where it's going to start. So I'm about scholarship. And I'm just, you know, getting my retraining uh, through Amara Squad, Masi Warrior Clan, and Waju uh, Seba University, for sure. And I um, advise everybody else to do the same. If you are really serious about putting in this work and changing our present condition, that everybody eats, not just few people, but everybody eating. You feel me? So mm -hmm. there you go. Facts. Man, boy, hey, I, I, I appreciate you. Tell you. Yeah, she got appreciate you beat, job. Oh, damn. No, hey. don't say that. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. I got to learn that. I got to learn that stash first. I got the minor literals down, though. You should see me. I be having people quiz me and everything. You know, I ain't looked at it in a couple of days. So don't ask me no questions. But, yeah, I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be teaching with you, Waju, sometimes, something. Oh, no. Hey, listen, right. listen. I, I, I like the energy. And, and anytime that anytime that you can wake Unk back up to, to kick in fifth gear on a hangout, then you definitely definitely a powerful person. Because, look, Unk, Unk was about to fall asleep on everybody. And uh, a second ago, now now he wide awake. Look at him. See, <laughs> well, peace and power, gratitude. I appreciate that. Um, I, I I grant all that to you all. You got what I'm saying? So it gives me a new life. Like you know, our individual personal lives may not always be pretty, and maybe some struggle. I I, I struggle, and I've I've suffered for a couple of years on on little things, but that's not what I'm like. What I dwell on. So in that. And let me tell you, with Community Healing Project, I stepped away from corporate America, and I wasn't even working. So people go, oh, you need to get yourself right. You need to get, well, my mind's right. That, that's all I knew. My mom was right. So I'm not just going to sit around and do nothing. You feel me? So it, when I wasn't working, I did everything that the organization needed when everybody else was at work. You feel me? So that's mm -hmm. how it worked. And it just grew. And actually grew that 
I met the person I work for now, which is a young black woman has her own black business. Got come to Daytona Beach. Got to go to Little Mama's Kitchen. It is soul food, but because of me, she has implemented some vegetarian, vegan things on the menu because I believe in about eating healthy. And no, I'm not no skinny girl, but if anybody want to race me in swimming or you want to go sell in a canoe, and I got that shit. That's another thing. I'm getting people. Um, I'm getting sick and tired of people talking about the damn current. So this my this what y'all need to ask them. If anybody that wants to like go ham on an abo when they talk about the ocean currents and how they came over, ask them have they ever been sailing, and ask them how they determine how you find a fucking current in the ocean. They can't <laughs> tell you that. You understand what I'm saying? So that's simple. You, how you how you locate the current in the ocean to catch it to get way over here? First of all, like that's just real simple common sense. I was certified sailing at 13. You know, being around these white people, I got to do a lot of things. Plus, I was an avid swimmer. So I understand about that. And we don't go to the river. And it, it wasn't ocean selling, it was just on lake, big lake. That's why I understand um, this idea that, you know, I was, oh, they, they, they had big boats. I'm like, do you know how big the Nile is? Like, to a lot of people, the Nile will be considered an ocean if you've never seen a body of water in that magnitude. But it does not compare to the Atlantic Ocean. And currents change depending on the weather and situation. So, you know, these are all things you can dig into people when they talk about that simple part about the currents and oh they just hopped on a current they came over here i'm like yo have you ever been sailing and they can never answer the question because you know what they can't even swim so you know that'd be it on that and they learn how to build better boats here oh. huh? <laughs> they just gonna come up with something they always come up with uh, they always come up with some, but when they come with that current crap, I'd be like, nah. Have you ever been sailing? Because I want people to understand what it is to be on that water. You feel me? A lot of people have no idea. Like, um, I mean, they, they have no clue. That's it. No it's clueless. Done. Clueless. So they clueless. I'm a beach baby. I know this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, I, I can I can detect a rip current by looking at the ocean, but you gotta be standing on the outside to look at it. Cause when you're in the water, you can't see it. You just know when it's pulling your ass out and you can't swim back to shore, which I've been in before with two other grown men and one almost drowned, but you know, he lived, but he did tell me he was a lifeguard. He could swim and come find out he was lifeguard at the kiddie pool. That ain't not, that's not the ocean. You see what I'm saying? So <laughs> it ain't those, Better have respect for that ocean. I'm yeah, telling you, that's what no I'm saying. It ain't no joke. It ain't no joke, and people don't get it. So when they tell me, oh, they came here, the urn carried them, I just be laughing. <laughs> I'm like, okay. All right. But that's it. Didn't mean to take up too much time, but thank you so much. Gratitude and abundance. And yeah, I ain't going nowhere. I'm always here. All right. Appreciate you. What happened to the 313? Where they at? They just can't talk. Uh, nah, 313, uh, they unmuted. I'm not sure if, if they're... If they're able to, um, they're probably muted on their end now. Oh. And we have seven. Oh, that's a Nahisi. We have a 42 on. Um, so in the chat, real quick, um, I did see a couple people say that you couldn't get in, but I, I had opened it back up and nobody came in. So. Um, they didn't want to get in. Come on, man. You know, I, I, I thought we were going to try to close it out, but hey, we can't, you know, you know, um, you know, sleep is for the week. <laughs> nah, but we want we wanted to keep this short. Yeah. But we 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 already went beyond the short short thing. We might as well do a a, a marathon. You know how you had to call in marathons and donate, but you donate ideas, <laughs> whatever the case is. But um, but anyway, we don't have any more um 
callers. Louis World is a Burke Indian Council, Indian Council. Like, what the hell? Come on. All right, so man. let's 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 read some of these comments. So let's see, let's see what's what's going on in the comments. Right, I'm an Indian cowboy and you call you call in. Go ahead, beat you up for five minutes. Where you at? Get beat up. Anybody always get they beat themselves up. <laughs> no, I ain't took no DNA test. Why not? What's the consensus of the Indian population? Y'all just don't want to take it, huh? If it ain't nothing, well, if it ain't real, just take it. Well, notice that the brother earlier, that was the question I asked. That was the first question I asked. Did he take a, a test? And um, see, I, you know. He said he will. He said he's going to take one, though. He's going he to kill him. He's going to stop doing it. He's going to take the test and say, damn. Well, but I, but, I, but I wanted everybody to be on notice that when you ask the, the question that they never answer it like straight out first. They have always have a build first <laughs> and then answer the question he said no though he said no he did say no he said no yes he said he i heard him he said he said definitely said no but he said no after he tried to to qualify it by giving false information about the 0.01.1 and stuff like that and so we have to be mindful of that you know it, it doesn't, I it doesn't I heard work. Him say no early though i swear i think he did no you could you could you could play it back he didn't because i'm i'm tentative i was tentatively listening because lied, it was a simple question. No, no, no. He did answer though. He did answer after the fact. He answered after he gave a build. If you if you I ask gotta, gotta if you right for it. Listen, if you ask me how old I am, I'm gonna tell you my age and then I'll explain something or whatever. I'm not gonna yeah. explain, give you a, a five minute rant and then answer the question. Uh but I, I think we got three one three on. Uh you should be able to we should be able to hear you. Three area code three one three. Oh, hey, my fault. I apologize for that. Hey, um, let me ask you a question. You know, you were saying that um, we have <clears throat> there's new evidence saying the ancient Egyptians were um African uh, people were not, but um, it was just um, I, it just dawned on my head but we still we still got to teach that um to the youth um because I, I have a stepdaughter in houston um uh, and her in her um uh, she at that time she was in the third no in the third grade and uh, she used to bring home homework and they would separate egypt from the con i mean from you know sub-saharan africa mm -hmm. and um and, and also with um immigration um, you, um, when I was, um, uh, when I visited one of my cousins in Philadelphia, she had a, a, uh, female friend, you know, black as myself, you know, kinky hair. And she was actually born in Egypt when she, um, uh, when her dad, her dad tried to get citizenship, but he didn't try. He, he is a citizen. Uh, what I was told it, uh, I may, may be mistaken, but I was told that on his immigration um, uh, paperwork, whatever, um, <clears throat> for him being a citizen, they say he's a Caucasian. He's a white guy. So our American, our government um, are classifying people who look sub-Saharan who was born in Egypt as being Caucasian. Do, do you have any... Um, Anything um, uh, 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 are you familiar with this um, immigration um, 
that if you were born in a certain country, you were considered uh, Caucasian, like like I was saying in um, in um, in Egypt. Matter of fact, I think people who come from the Sudan area they they are considered Arab. So it's uh, like, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Yeah, so. Yeah, so yeah, that's all I was trying to build. Like, um, do you, uh, you do you know the reason why they they are doing this? Um, pretty much. Um. Well, well, mm-hmm. we have to realize that that the racial racial classification is a social construct, and so what people from other countries when they come over here, uh, there's actually a video I believe of a uh, an Egyptian, a modern day Egyptian who came here. And disputed that like he he wanted to be classified a certain way i forget which way uh either they were trying to classify him yeah as, he wanted yeah he wanted to be considered um he they were they had on his documentation that he was caucasian and um he, he tried since he came in his country in early mid early 80s or something like that um and until the obama um um uh, election and, and obama uh, um leaving office he was trying to push obama to um um sign that he is he is black he want to be classified he's the only man i know want to be classified <laughs> no, i'm just joking but he wanted to be classified as black because his uh uh his um paperwork was shown that he was caucasian and stuff like that and they won't change it and he's been mm-hmm. fighting this for for a while i think his name is hafney hafner or something like that if i'm not playing well his but- last name well, first of all, um, Egypt, they, they do try to separate Egypt from the continent uh, psychologically in, in the people's minds yeah, because, because of what I said earlier. Uh, it goes back to the greatness that Egypt represents. They cannot have uh, Africans uh, understanding that they are responsible for such a great civilization. So it's, it's a long-running uh, psychological um, you know, game that's, that's being played on the minds of the people. Um, and then you have the difference between a continent and a region. So Egypt is in the Middle East. And some people may get upset about that. But you have to understand what is the Middle East. The Middle East is not a continent. It is not anything but a region. And so you have continents and then you have regions. And so regions are arbitrary uh, sections of geographical territory. And so what they what they're calling the Middle East, Egypt does fall in it. As, as far as how how they carve that arbitrary imaginary region out and so but they emphasize the middle east as opposed to the continent of africa and so that's how they get you so they say egypt is in the middle east and in people's minds when you think when you normally think of middle east you think of saudi arabia you think of israel uh turkey and you know all those countries around there so in your mind when they say egypt is in the middle east you you never connect uh, subconscious you don't connect it to the continent so that's how they get you but but they're but they're not wrong when they say that because that's how it's defined so we have to just be mindful so the more educated we become on these different things the less that we could be tricked and fooled so that's one thing and then about the, about the racial thing you know uh i can't answer that why why they do it per se but i can say that race as a social classification uh construct you know, they they demarcate and they classify human beings and they want to keep the so-called African-American uh, classification for those people who fit uh, what they so see as African-American. What, what country so, is the Caucasus Mountains in? Hold on for uh, a minute. Hold on. hold on for a minute, bro. I'm right. saying I'm not even buying the classification of Egypt being in the Middle East. 
All you gotta do is just look it's on the map. Too. <laughs> right. They added that on there, but they actually added that on there. So I guess what Wuja is saying is based off, you know, their particular classifications. You know what I'm no, saying? I'm saying what they what they're calling mm -hmm. like like when you look at a map, there's no such thing as the Middle East on a map. No, what, you can't what, be Middle East. Right. So all. right. So 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 the term the phrase Middle East is not a map uh terminology. It's not it's not a it's not based on any maps. It's based on no, it's based off some shit they making up. No, it's right. was well, based off that's, of that's, arbitrary that's, what country is the Caucasus Mountains in? Uh, uh um Middle East. No, he said, he said, he said, he said, he said what? Turkey? He said, I don't know, but I know what? it's not in Egypt. No, so, no. I, so it's it's just game. It's well, just some stuff. It is a game. Well, that's what I was getting. That's what that's what I was showing you. They're 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 running this game on three fronts. On three fronts, they're trying to flank us on this. So they they're trying to go psychology <laughs> with the with the um with the yeah. with the term Middle East. Because when you look at a map, you don't see Middle East. You see Africa. You see uh, Eurasia or whatever these continents that they, that we name. Northeast Asia. Uh, and so on and so forth. So they don't say Egypt, Africa. They say Egypt, Middle East. Because they want to lock you in there. Then you get the ca uh, Caucasian, which is really, a, uh, I, I believe, an anthropological term where they talk about skulls and stuff of, of the cranial um, data of, of how to classify uh, bone structures and so on and so forth. Uh, which is really a geographical location, like you said. I think it's in uh, near the Caspian Sea and near Turkey, or whatever the case is. Um, and, then, and then you got and then you got the the social construct of white, black, and those are only two colors. And then we don't we don't use red and yellow anymore. We say white, black, Asian, and and, and Native American for some for whatever reason. <laughs> so we use two colors, and then we use a big old uh, direction because Asian really means east or orient. And then we use Native American. So we, we're all confused with all these different terms. Yeah, the crazy thing, Europeans aren't even Caucasian. Like if you're gonna go by local. No, yeah, fact. The majority of them aren't, aren't coming out of just nope. one location. They got uh, archeological sites all over that are going to Egypt from like Morocco. Hittites. To Hittite. Way up in North, North uh, West Asia near the Caucasus Mountains and then all in between and then like the most but the, the most diverse places in Europe is Italy, Spain. All right, so listen, I know we see we we're gonna do the African thing and have these long goodbyes, but but we're gonna have to definitely shut it down. Hey forty two, I appreciate you bro. All right, um, I'm, um, I know it was a question you had about the skin map and all that, but I can't do that tonight. <laughs> Uh, let me let me just uh, throw this out there before I go. No, you are not throwing nothing else out. No, it's, it's quick. It's quick. It's just no, it's a quick plug because I never plug. I just want to say for the people who are asking questions about the race of Egyptians, I have a video that covers the genetics aspect of that argument called "The Truth About Ancient Egyptian Genetics." That's hey, uh, for, forty-two, do me a favor. Forty-two, for quick. Me much hold up, 40, 42, Quickly, do me a favor and and post the link in here in this chat in this uh in the Zoom chat and i could post it in the, in the uh, youtube chat but right. go ahead on all right hey family look i appreciate y'all coming through man shoot i gotta get up early tomorrow um a lot of work appreciate everybody coming through man we had about 140 people in here man we need to give a uh, need to get a regular audience of about 250 people i'm real comfortable with that you know what i'm saying um 
We need to get this pumping, man. Tell your friends, tell your family, man. Tune into the show. Uh, it ain't gonna be four hours. We ain't gonna keep doing that though. Cause you, cause I don't even want to look back at the show. It'll be a lot of information. But man, I'm gonna tell you, okay. uh, the, the the sister Kaba called it. Like even before we began, she said this is gonna be long. Cause as soon as we said calling, so she she she's a prophet. <laughs> prophetess. She called it. She prophet. She she prophesies herself up out of here. <laughs> She said it's long and I'm out. Peace. <laughs> I'm out. Peace out, y'all tripping. Hey, but look, I'm gone, man. Look, appreciate y'all, man. Uh, we supposed to be doing a show on Friday, I believe. We're gonna do another show on Friday. Uh, we're gonna show all our awards. I know I ain't gave you another TV award yet, because you won't come and get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring it to the store tomorrow, bro. Be there. Meet you at the store tomorrow. All, all right. right. All right. All right, family. We out of here. Peace. All right. Peace. Thank so you. so we want right. to uh, say peace. We normally have that, uh, like you said, a good every good hero has his theme music, but, you know, we can get back to all of that good stuff. I want to say peace. Good. Thanks for the family. Make sure you thumb up. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you click the bell. Make sure you join the Amara Squad Scholarship uh, Facebook group, and we could continue the conversations there, you know, um, in a well-formatted uh, format. But I don't know. We didn't have that many uh, callers, Uncle. I don't know. I don't know. Dude. Like, I, I think you intimidate people, man. I don't, I don't know what it is about it. Uh, we, we did have a troll. We had, we had a troll. No, no, we had, we had some callers. I'm saying, you know, as far as the number of callers, people people have so much to say on Facebook and so much to say on yeah, YouTube yeah, videos. We, you, we just got to keep promoting it. Yeah, it'd be all good. Regular show, put up a. Uh, yeah, plus, we, you, you, we, we still live. Yep, we still live. Yeah, we got a class coming up at the end of next month, too, man. If y'all in the Atlanta area, uh, Black Dot Bookstore and Cultural Center, got a class coming up. We're going to put the fly out, hopefully, tomorrow. All um, right. Yeah, I'm probably talking about scientific racism. Uh, Wuja, I don't know what you're going to talk about. I'm going to go over, um, you know, like I promised the people la last time, and uh, they said they would be back for this time. I, I promised them that they would be able to walk out understanding mm -hmm. a little bit about uh, the hieroglyphs and the language and so on and so forth. So I'm gonna make sure that happens, uh, and I'll be able to get some insight on on why uh, people who make the claim that it hasn't been deciphered and all the stuff that they, that come with that, how it's really just silly. Just like I did tonight about the um, putting sounds to symbols. People just gotta understand what sounds are and how they map to symbols. But anyway, so all right, with that, um, I'm gonna say Shemahotep, peace, Black African power to the family. Till next time, we're gonna do uh, keep these shows up. Um, you know, and oh, also, if you have any suggestions about things that you want to see us do presentations on, if time permits, you know, we'll go ahead and, and uh, put our heads together and put together something. All right. So coming up, come to our Facebook group and uh, make that suggestion. All right. With that, I'm, I'm out. All right. Peace.